Welcome to the Trophy Achievers Podcast, a show where we chat about our love for gaming and the trials and tribulations as well as celebrations of our trophies and achievements. I'm Chris and we are back with our award show where we hand out the gongs for the games that have entertained us in 2022. I'm joined by my lovely, wonderful co-hosts Pete and Tom. How the devil are you doing, chaps? Oh, Pete, do you want to go first? <laughs> I should have learned, shouldn't I? Just after doing this for so long, you should We're just being so name... polite. Yeah, I know, but how are you doing, Pete? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> well, happy New Year to you both. It's um, the new thing for the New Year that Pete is going to swear once in every eight, <laughs> every podcast, and you have to find it. Yeah, no, no, I think, he's, well, he's allowed to do more than once, I think. We're all grown-ups, aren't we? But, uh, yeah, are you okay? Did you have a good Christmas and New Year? Feels like it's been ages since we've done one of these shows. Let me find out when when the last one was released. I think released yeah, last year. Released last year, didn't we? Uh, December? Or did we record in November? And released yeah, we were, in we December. Didn't, we missed December. We yeah, missed the we month, didn't, we? we missed the December recording. I think we had a, yeah, month, a so, month off. Uh, it was released on the 21st of November and I think we were like you said we possibly recorded it in October um, but it's yeah, been that been long yeah. I I've know had, I know but I, I found out that I'm having another kid and I'm homeless so uh, <laughs> my, hang on hang on my life's changed hang in two on. months Tom Tom sorry. don't blow your load sorry, so, sorry. I mean, come on oh that's the problem that's what got me in this like... problem in the first place <laughs> <laughs> just blurting it out i mean come on one thing at a time so um yeah you, you you're having another child that's pretty amazing news congratulations thank congratulations yeah. thank you very much that absolutely buzzing. um yeah so that's that's gonna be exciting and because uh, i know that obviously you've had lots going on last year with like looking for a new home and all that kind of stuff and your gaming time dropped massively compared to what it was the year before and it's like well i'm thinking next year's not going to improve much for you is it really gaming wise with a new baby on the way and and the new house like you said and moving into a new home that's like it's two big things i mean what else what's the next big stressor that you need in your life i, I it's probably gonna be the massive heart attack that i'm probably gonna have at some stage from all the stress <laughs> um no i do you know what ironically i've actually picked up uh, gaming a little bit more the last sort of two weeks i would say which is good because yep. it means i've got a few things i know we're doing our awards but i can at least talk about a couple of games that i've played 
that's cool. So are you, I say you've got a lot on. You're, you're living with the in-laws at the minute and uh, oh, that, that was stressful. I, I lived with my in-laws for a good few years. Uh, it didn't start out that way and because like it wasn't like we've done it like you have where you sort of had your own place and then you moved in because they're helping you out for a few months. I just went for dinner one day and then ended up moving in with them. Um, that was <laughs> got, kind of how... There's got to be more to that story. No, that's kind of how it happened. Stayed. Just never left. Yeah, no, no. I, I, uh, I just, go on, I just Pete. Get out. I just watched Get Out recently, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chris obviously didn't make it out. No. Well, so it's one of those where um, when I first met Kay, uh, who wasn't my wife at the time, obviously, um, we... Um, we started going out and then I was living with my parents at the time. I did have my own place, but I wasn't living there. Uh, and anyway, so I, like I said, I was kind of just went for tea one night and then ended up staying the night. And then that was it. I stayed a couple of more nights and I stayed a couple more nights and ended up just moving in. And, and um, you know, bless them. They, t- they took me in, I think reluctantly. So yeah, every day they're going, when is he going to leave? He's still <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Oh, I just I wish he'd fuck off just you know <laughs> I'm sure they thought that at certain points uh, during the sort of few years that I was living there but uh, yeah blimey it's funny isn't it that was gosh we've been in our house that we're in now for 12 years it's amazing how time flies isn't it so it's mental oh, I'm hoping that yeah. our case not because we don't love being there but I'm hoping that we're not there for years I'm hoping it's only going to be a couple more months um, maximum and then hopefully hopefully it would all end well with us getting our sort of like dream house, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, it is. It's been straight like so. It's been stressful, stressful few few months. That's for sure. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Pete, how the devil are you? Are you okay? Yeah, we're good. I mean, we we're just discussing health wise, like over Christmas. We were like, I think, like most of the country, I got struck stricken down with lurgies, and the whole family were on antibiotics. Um, but I'm good. No big news here. Still ticking along. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've started this. We've started this year's podcast in in the most depressing format, haven't we? There's people that have tuned in that have been like, "Oh, they haven't recorded for like two months." I'm really looking forward to hearing what they've got to say. And now they just probably switched off and never want to hear us again for the rest of the year. No, see, I think there's probably people out there that are either, you know, feeling a bit unwell and, and um, that, you know, they can relate to some of the things that we're talking about. So, I, talking about I'm, health and stuff. Go on, Pete. No, I'm just waiting for the Wayne fan club to be, like, uh, eagerly awaiting his, his return. <laughs> well, we'll come to that in a minute. Because um, that's as big a news. It's on par as, as Tom having another child. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, anyway, so I was... Um, well, our family was unwell over Christmas as well. So I um, had a bit of a cough and cold and stuff like that. And then, you know, felt this weird wheezing noise in my chest. I was like, what's that? That sounds strange. That's, that doesn't sound right at all. Anyway, it turns out I had bronchitis, which yeah. um, I, I always thought like was an old person's sort of illness because my nan used to have bronchitis, but then she did used to smoke like 20 or 30 a day. Um, and so... Yeah, because like, it's like this weird weird wheezing feeling. Uh, so I went to the doctors and he gave some antibiotics and it seemed to sort it all out and everything. But yeah, and then my wife went into hospital because she had a suspected blood clot on her lungs, uh, which just turned out to be a really bad chest infection. And um, so yeah, that was fun. We were in hospital for like 15 hours or so, just kind of uh, hanging about as you do and seeing what was going on. Um, and then my eldest daughter wasn't well. She had a temperature and she seemed to get 
you know, better, sort of quicker than we were. So that was good. But yeah, antibiotics for Christmas dinner. How about that? <laughs> uh, it's all good fun. What you want to do is sign yourself up for a marathon. That'll, uh, that'll well, yeah, no. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? Help out so, those lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look, that's the thing, isn't it? Hello. I was telling my wife about that, you know, because uh, I've signed myself up for a couple of runs this year. And um, she's just shaking her head, saying, yeah, you, there's something wrong with you. You're stupid, aren't you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's the kind of person that I am, because I, I don't like things to stop me from doing stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's like I'll go the extremes and just think, you know. But, I mean, by um, March, I'll be better. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling better anyway. But, you know, it's just one of them things, isn't it? So, got to get on with stuff, I suppose. But uh, I'm glad you're okay, Pete, and your family's okay. That's the main thing. Yeah, you too, and so. your wife as well. Thank you. Didn't show up moaning, though, but, uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, so, as you've alluded to it, let's let's suppose talk about the elephant in the room, not in the room. Um, it's uh, Wayne is not with us. Uh, he's decided... He is, still, he, he is still alive. Well, I was going to say, not not to us. He's dead to us, but I mean, he is, he's physically still alive. Yeah. See, I was I was going to potentially sort of like write into my little intro um, something like, you know, we, we mourn the passing of a fellow co-host, <laughs> but I thought that's probably not the right way to start the show because people are thinking, oh God, Wayne's dead. Um, <laughs> But no, Wayne, uh, he sent us a lovely message the other week, and I'm not going to read it out or go into too much detail about it because I don't want to embarrass him or anything like that. But basically, um, I think Wayne's sort of like, he's tried the podcasting thing, and it's not for him, and that's fine. You know, that's, it's, when I, when I think back to sort of like, when I first started doing it, I ain't got a clue what I was doing. I still don't really, to be honest with you. But um, it, it, you know, you think, I, I, I have no idea how it, how I managed to do like a weekly show I mean we struggle but not struggle but you know we sort of like find time to fit in like just doing a, a monthly or a six weekly show and and so you know it can be stressful there's a lot of work and I think that's the thing that sometimes people don't always see there's a lot of work behind the scenes you know there's the preparing there's the getting ready getting together getting the equipment you know recording editing all that kind of jazz you know and preparing i mean like pete i have to say i take my hat off to you i mean like i said before i used to run the documents and stuff like that when i did the same coin but wow you're on another level you're sort of that's i mean we, we wouldn't have an agenda or anything like that to talk about or any kind of format <laughs> if it wasn't for you so thank you very much um well, you see that bit i'm good at is the talking bit i'm rubbish at no, 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 no. Well, it, the thing is, you know, it's it's anybody can talk, can't they? It's, it's just. Uh, oh, thanks, it's all, Chris. The thing is, that was going to be my strong point. So. Uh... <laughs> well, you don't contribute anything, no, Tom. I generally, uh, I generally don't know. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm probably the one that gets the most excited to be here, and then I sit down and I go, I don't know why they keep inviting me back. To be perfectly honest, I haven't, I haven't helped out in any way, shape, or form here, have I? What well, well, the thought has crossed my mind a few being. times. But no, no, it's fine. The thing is, like I said, I forget something. You know, if I didn't have a, if I didn't occasionally look up and see that there was a microphone in front of my face, I wouldn't. You know, I'm just talking to you guys. I'm not. But this, doing a but do you know what though? This, this genuinely is my problem in 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 life. Yeah, like like Sarah, like she, my wife, she is the organizer. I'm the yes guy. I'm the guy who's like, do you want to do something? Yes, I'm there. When are we doing it? When what are we doing? But if you told me I had to organize stuff, <laughs> then it would it would just not it just wouldn't happen. Get, it would get now I'm the same. I uh, Kay tends to organize a lot of the stuff when it comes to the kids and family and all that kind of jazz. So, uh, but uh, anyway, so you know that's that's that. And like I said. Um, 
I was going to sort of again make a little joke about you know he got fed up of sitting next to me <laughs> and <laughs> didn't like the advances um, that I was making on him. But um, you know, Wayne's obviously there's no hard feelings whatsoever. He's still he's still our friend, and he's you know we still love him and and whatever, and and he'll still be listening to the show, and I'm sure he'll still send us some shits. But the thing is, if people tune in to listen to Wayne, then I'm very sorry. And also, if there's not going to be as much Xbox chat because, well, I, believe it, uh, that would think that was <laughs> your plan from the start, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, to be fair, I do actually own an Xbox now because we got the kids uh, a Series no, S. You're next. For, you're next on for Christmas. <laughs> we, we got the kids a Series S for Christmas because, um, you know, they've got their own little playroom or whatever. They've got a Switch, but they don't really play on the Switch. I thought, you know, the, the, the S, at least they can play, um, you know, some different games on it and stuff like that. So, um, I've got to say, quick, very, very quick sentence review. The S is awesome. It's a really good little console. Um, it's not running on a 4K screen or anything like that. So for, for what it is, does for us, it's absolutely perfect. It's just running on a 1080p telly, um, you know. So And it's uh, obviously digital only. It's great. That was longer than sentence, but, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, so, yeah, there we are. Um, right, so... And to be fair to Wayne, I think... On- I was just saying, to be fair to Wayne as well, like he's he's obviously being hammered yeah. quite a lot at work, and it's really taking it out of him. So, yeah, hope, hopefully. I should have said that, or at least shouldn't I? <laughs> 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 I should have said that <laughs> instead of just saying Wayne can't be asked. Um, no, no, he, you're right. He does. He, I think you know he gets up at five thirty in the morning, or he wakes up at five thirty in the morning, and then he gets on a bus at 6.30 and then he has to commute and it's uh, it's uh, with obviously everything that's coming up with the trains and the train strikes and all that kind of stuff it is um, sometimes has a three hour commute uh, to work and, and then coming back he doesn't get home until about 9.30 in the evening and just again just to pull the curtain back on our recording and stuff like that we generally start at about 9pm and sometimes we don't finish till after midnight which uh, you know as I'm getting a bit older uh, I'm sort of like thinking oh I'm on my bed um, but uh, to be fair I'm a bit of a night owl so I, but obviously you have to get up for work the next day don't you so it does take its toll so yeah I should have led with that really shouldn't I Pete instead of just saying he's a twat um, you can edit it but, you can edit you know. it round put it, cut that out put it I'm not I'm not going to edit it <laughs> that's work your orders right so yeah now Wayne's a twat but yes he's very busy so that's no um, obviously you know I say we do love you and uh, respect your wishes so there you are yeah. um, be, gutted, be gutted though if he comes out with his own podcast next week all about Xbox just him <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 anyway uh, right so um, shall we move on to what we've been playing so that it's running order of the show is what we've been playing and achieving uh, very recently uh, and then we will get into our award ceremony which is going to which is where this show pretty much started wasn't it at the end of 2021 um, we just did a bit of a one-off what we thought was a, a one-off show with our platinum trophies and um, picked some it's a bit fun you know just pick a few winners and stuff some some uh, funny little um, awards and stuff that we awards give out to, to the games that we've been playing uh, and then, yeah, so we've got that for this year. Mine's a bit shorter, as is Tom's, because I, I'll explain. I, well, I've already said I've spent quite a lot of time writing and not playing video games, and Tom was doing more grown-up stuff. Um, and then 
we have got the results, if you didn't know already, of the Trophy Achievers League um, for the Fantasy Critics. And then also our picks for the new league, which was an awesome day. I love that. I don't know about you guys, the draft. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I did I did say, I, I thought so, when we were halfway through on WhatsApp, I thought, ah, we should have done this over recording. Because it would have been just hilarious to know and see in real time who was picking what. Um, so I don't know if, yeah. if the podcast survives another year if we don't lose another member or anyone else then maybe we could do it next year I don't know maybe we'll see what people think well yeah we can do it in real time that'd be fun and, yeah. and then you are saying I'm organised and I've missed the anniversary I completely forgot <laughs> we lost it a year Woo-hoo. yeah <laughs> I know yeah anyway right we've got quite a lot to back in so um, yeah, yeah. let's get going what have we been playing and achieving very recently? So here we are. So, let's, Pete, as always, you've got an absolute shit ton of games that you've been playing. Um, so, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what have you been playing and achieving over the last month or so? Yeah, I, it's interesting because I don't, when I, same as you guys, when it came to before recording, I was thinking, oh, I haven't done that much recently. But then when you go back, I've gone back and look at it, I was like, oh, I've, I've managed to achieve six platinums since we last recorded. So that's, that's pretty good going, you know, like one a week, roughly. It's um, very good going. That's yeah, incredibly so. good going. I don't think I've done six this year. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, actually, because I've started to get more into it, which I'll come to shortly. Um, and, I mean, I've done three platinums since december that's so you know you, yeah, you're up there you do that's... get back into it don't you yeah 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 but then saying that like you said the total and i've added on this year's as well to my last year's i've got seven platinums in total so um because obviously you had your a to z challenge as well didn't you yes. so how, how did you get on with that pete yes exactly i'll, I'll, I'll when we when we get to the, the, the awards later on I'll, I'll update everyone on how, how it's going along but yes so that's continuing so the my 117th platinum was insurgency sandstorm uh which was my also my uh letter i in my alphabet challenge um, i've never heard of this game i don't know what it's i was going to say I, it's a shooter. I, exactly yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't heard of this this is uh like a military first person shooter um it really aims for realism i, I say realism in inverted commas because i've obviously i've never been in a combat army situation so i wouldn't know you know my arse on my elbow but yeah it's <laughs> have you ever done paintballing i have yeah and i i I'm going off tangent here but yeah i was always really disappointed like i think you know just when because you get the the guns they give you i'm guessing they're quite low powered compared to like some of the ones so like i'd be shooting people but then they'll just fly off in the wind and it's like what the, you know, the, the it's paint... really hard to just yeah the actual paintballs it was actually really hard just to aim and fire in a straight line um, so I'm guessing, yeah, it's because we've got the little kiddie guns. You need to like the proper men's 
guns. You know, you know. Sometimes when you turn, have you ever done the you turn the paintball? Unless you didn't realise you're like that guy from that film Wanted that can bend bullets around corners. <laughs> yeah, but I could. <laughs> just really casually downplaying his amazing skills. You imagine that, like, oh man, another one's bent round there at a ninety degree angle. If if Wanted was all about painting trees, then <laughs> I, I'm your man. But yeah, actually hitting targets, nah. <laughs> See, it's funny because we uh, did paintballing once. I did it for my stag do actually, and then they did the like you know everybody against the stag and the best man. So that was me and Wayne. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Um, but no, so uh, one session of paintballing I, I went to, uh, we somebody bought like you could buy smoke grenades and stuff like that. <laughs> so it was like a, it's a scam. You don't need to buy them. Well, the ones that we had anyway, or somebody threw it, and it was like somebody just farted in the wind. There was no smoke. <laughs> That's <laughs> all. I was expecting, like, you know, when you th- throw a smoke bomb in cod or whatever, a smoke grenade, and it just, yeah. you know, covers the map for a while. There's nothing like that. Like I said, it was the tiniest little whiff of a bit of smoke. It was ridiculous. So, anyway, on a tangent, yeah, back anyway. to Insurgency. Insurgency Sandstorm. Yeah, so this is uh, developed by Neural Interactive, who, from the from their back catalogue, only seem to make first-person shooters. Uh and the first, their first two games, which were Insurgency and Day of Infamy, were, were like PC-only um, games that used the Source engine. So they looked a lot quite like a lot of people associate them with like Counter Strike, Gut, you know, and <laughs> excuse me, uh, games like that. So I think this is the first. I, I might be wrong, but I think this is their first game that's ever been ported to console. Uh, and this is obviously the, the sequel to Insurgency. So so it's a uh, like I said, realistic tactical in inverted commas military shooter set in uh and i think it's like a, a made up like middle eastern country so it's you know it's 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 the military versus insurgents hence hence the name um and rather than you know this isn't call of duty everything you have, before you start you have to pick a class which then limits what guns and equipment you can use um and then when you pick your guns and then all the attachments and all that stuff it it's all gated by weight so like obviously the more stuff you take uh the the slower you'll be and then there's a there's a weight limit to how much stuff you can take and that includes things like armor vests and stuff so like um and the other thing as well is that because they're striving for realism even with an armor vest on most guns will kill you in one or two bullets so it's very yeah this isn't like your call of duty run and gun um respawn instantly if you're dead you're dead hmm. um so it's def- definitely a completely different feel and, and and to that point i would say it's definitely not not for everyone but the reason i heard of this because it like um a bunch of the guys I used to play Rainbow Six Siege with which again kind of you know, not that's not not as realistic obviously but it's it's more uh lethal than call of duty and more reliant on actually trying to use tactics, tactics. and your abilities to, yeah. to yeah to find to to find out information um, so yeah, they they recommended this one to me, and I tried it. Um, I had I had fun playing it. It's got a really interesting mix of, um, like PVE versus bots and um, PVP modes. So trophy wise, it's quite a lot wide range of trophies, but nearly all of them can be done in either mode. So you don't have to like just you know worry about fighting like um, other like mad red bulled up 15 year olds um you can't just do it against bots but even then the bots are still re- you know still lethal they're like they will eat, like mm. if you just casually walk into a building they will still kill you quite quickly um 
but what it is then it'll be teams of eight versus computer the computer bots um and you have a series of objectives that you go along so it might be like clear this of you know clear this this building which is like you know uh, which would be the equivalent of a point on you know battlefield or something like that um and then once you get then once you've done that you might have to hold it from a counter attack so you have to like hold you know stay on the stay on the point um there might be like find um a weapons depot and plant a bomb in it to blow it up um yeah it's things like that and once you've achieved what well, is like i said you, when you're dead you're dead but if you your team achieves the objective you all respawn um so that that's you know it sort of stops it being completely like oh i'm dead so you just leave instantly um so it gets you get that kind of tense a moment where everyone's watching this one person that's left <laughs> you can do it point yeah yeah you can do it or you're screaming abuse and like how how rubbish they are because they miss they miss the shots <laughs> excuse me um but no anyway uh yeah and there's other things as well like so you know the missions can be at night so you know you have the you know the night vision goggles you can even have like even that's a gated by weight so like the 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 cheapest one the cheapest one in terms of weight is like only only covers one eye so you kind of have a really limited like um field of view field of view or okay. yeah yeah so then like i think like the, the top level is like it's more white light than green light so it lets you to see a bit more um but anyway uh yeah and then like i said so part, most trophies can be done in either mode there are a few trophies that are, are, mo- are like certain game type specifics that have to be done in pvp um again pretty tense because again it's it's, it's going to favor people who camping and building doing it's you die so quickly you don't want to be caught out running in the, in the open so hence actually it's things like smoke grenades as you mentioned it's not ones that just love a little fart ones that actually cover the area in smoke are actually really useful hmm. um and there's also other things like as you unlock more classes um the two sort of last classes you unlock are um, an observer and a commander and what that is is that like the observer's just a radio guy so you know like in class you know like in saving private Ryan, you have the guy calling in you like calling for air support or artillery support he's that mm. guy and the commander's the guy who picks where where they'll, they'll be shooting so it can be really interesting if you've got a decent command observer commander on your team when you're doing it because they'll be calling in like helicopter support and stuff like that but if you've got a really rubbish one they'll call an artillery strike on top of your team and everyone dies <laughs> uh, yes and then uh, a few trophies just to, to mention uh, there's one really there's one that's like it seems a lot harder than it it sounds a lot harder than it actually is so there's one that's for killing an enemy with your enemy's life grenade called it's all in the reflexes but the workaround you can do with that is that you can throw your own grenade on the floor and then throw it again and as long as you kill someone of it it counts the only trouble is obviously like this is a realistic game so it's not like you get a massive prompt saying your grenades every day you actually have to look for it on the ground like where did i drop it <laughs> and it's up is and then you got to pick it up in time and then throw it throw it again in, in time so that can be a bit hairy um and they're obviously somewhere, somewhere, also fan they're also fans of big trouble in little china with that uh the, the name of that trophy <laughs> is that is that where it's from? I was wondering where it's from. It okay. is, yeah. Well, yeah. It's uh, Jack Burton, uh, Kurt Russell's character says that all the time in Big, Big Trouble in Little China. There you go. Nice. Um, and then some are a bit like dependent. Uh, so like, again, being a realistic shooter, when you have like approaching a building has a door, you have like three options. Like you can like open it slowly, you can just open it normally, or you can just kick it in. 
Um, and there's one trophy called Knock Knock for you have to kill an enemy by bashing the door into them. And obviously, it's kind of depend like dependent like because if you, if there is an enemy there and you miss through the door, they're going to kill you. Um, that's got to be that's got to be a shit way to go as well, isn't it? Like you've gone you've gone out to battle in war. It's bad enough, but then when you sat around saying, "Oh, what happened to what happened to Chris?" Oh, you won't believe it. He was going to go through a door and someone booted it in and killed him. It'd be like the saddest, <laughs> be like the saddest military death ever, wouldn't it? You wouldn't be able to, you, you wouldn't be able to tell your family that. It'd be horrendous. Mm. I don't know, but then, then there's Pete over there throwing grenades at his own feet and then not yeah. finding it. What war are we <laughs> fighting? What sort of war are we fighting in here? Like some sort of carry on. I thought you said this is some kind of re- realistic shooter. You know, yeah. people messing about with grenades and whatever. Anyway, sorry. Um, so what I ended up doing was on one of the. the the times when it's a counter-attack and there's a lot of waves of enemies coming in. Unless you just found a choke point, wait until I fought as an enemy and kick the door. What, like, nope, no one there. Close the door again. <laughs> wait a bit. Kick the door. Nope. I think I got it on the third time. I think I think also as well, you, I think eventually you just kick the door off its hinges if you did too many times as well. Um, so yeah. But yeah. And then... Oh, there's other things as well, like killing an enemy when you're blind by a flashbang and again, being a realist, when you're, when you're blind, you're blind. You really can't see anything. Mm. So good luck, good luck with that. You just have to spray and hope. Um, and even one that sounds relatively easy was actually the one I ended up getting last, which was like cinematic, which is uh, killing enemy while vaulting, which again sounds reasonable enough. But obviously, when you're vaulting, your gun goes everywhere. It's not you're not in control of it. You can't really aim it. You just have to hold the trigger down while you're jumping over a ledge or something and hope that there's someone there. And inevitably, if you miss, they're going to kill you. Mm. This game sounds too stressful for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it's not for everyone. I I really enjoyed it. Um, it's again, it's because it's a port of a like a PC game. And I gather the PC game is not it's not too old. But obviously, the port, the console port came out a few years later, so the graphics are like showing their age a little. I think the one thing I really have to praise was the sound. Like, it's it's hard to explain. And again, I can't comment if it's if it's what it's like in a real gunfight. I don't know, but it just it's very stressful hearing gunshots near you when you know that like that's it's more lethal mm-hmm. and hit like all of the, the people around you like have have like um what's the term like barks that they they shout when they're getting shot so they're, they're screaming and swearing and i'm not talking about this is not people this is like the characters talking um so yeah and it's just the the way the sound is done is very well done it's better than you know it seems more Again, more realistic than something like Call of Duty. Not that Call of Duty isn't stressful, obviously, when things when things going nuts. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's 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 harrowing enough when you say when you when you realise you're in the dark, you're the last one left, and you can hear you can hear people moving around. Yeah, it, it's really well done. The sound hmm. mm, sounds interesting. So, um, just out of interest, was is this like a full price game generally, or is it like a sort of reduced, like you know? can't imagine it's like a 65 or 70 no game, i think is it yeah this was on ps4 there was um i believe they are working on the ps5 like dedicated version um i did play on ps5 and i think it has like the standards of like it it can you know manage for 60 frames a second um but no i i to your point because no i think it's like a 40 pound game mm. normally and then obviously it's it's quite, like it's relatively old now it's like what five years old maybe um, so mm-hmm. I think you can get it for a lot cheaper than that. Mm. Uh, and it took me about 20 hours to plan. No, that's good. That's good. 
Excellent. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go to Tom now. We're going to, I'm going to go in and just, yeah, just going to throw it just to randomise things a little bit, just because you've got quite a lot. And I don't know if, well, Tom and I, I don't think we've got as much. So I'm uh, just going to... I've got two. Uh, yeah. And because, not that I don't want to hear what you've got to say, Pete, but I do. But I just, uh, Tom's got a big game as well that I want to hear yeah, about nice. as well. So um, I'm going to come to you next, Tom. So tell us about the big game that you've been playing over the last few weeks is the big game that I've been playing Callisto Protocol that you're yes. it was a 50-50 toss up because I've played two games but I'm guessing that's the one that you're that you're uh, alluding to um, yes a lot, a lot of well I'll say a lot of hype a fair bit of hype around this game and then yeah. uh, according to the reviews it was the, uh, the, not as good as it could have been uh, a few sort of potentially dodgy mechanics um not as scary as it perhaps could have been uh the, the shadow of um dead space looming over it you know and it's got a bit to live up to all that kind of stuff so yeah tell us all about it well i think firstly a lot of those points are valid um i don't think i think me personally as i've said on the show before i was so hyped for this game because i love dead space really really enjoyed that franchise one of the probably not one of my favorite uh games and horror games ever so i was really really buzzing for this uh being when you pre-ordered it yeah, if i remember yeah, right, I, don't, I don't normally pre-order um rarely do i pre-order i think this year i pre-ordered so, this and and sifu was the only other one so don't don't answer this question now yeah. answer it at the end yeah. but would you pre-order a game again is the question i'll ask but answer yeah, that after at, you've at told us end. about it yeah, yeah. so um yeah, so I went into this game incredibly, incredibly enthusiastic, and it's it's one of those games where I I was I was playing it, and for starters, I will, in its defence, I will say I don't think that the 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 melee mechanic is as bad as people were letting on in the reviews. I actually re- that was actually one of the highlights of the game was the, um, the the melee mechanics. So basically what they've done, for those that maybe don't know or might be intrigued about it, is that they've introduced a, a mechanic where when the enemy attacks you, by pressing left or right or holding left or right on the analog stick, you essentially dodge to the left or the right to avoid the attack, almost like a slow motion manoeuvre. Uh, if you flick it at the right time and time it perfectly, you get a super slow mo of the dodge, like really close, um, and you you quite quickly on you get armed with like a trunch. It's basically a trunch and like a big stick that you can use to defend yourself um, in these in these confrontations. But I actually enjoyed that. I thought that it made it made for more intense moments because when when for a better sense of a better word, when the shit hit the fan it's all very much in your face and you're ducking and diving trying to survive um so i enjoyed that the problem the only one issue was when there was too many people it it, it didn't it didn't move, maneuver the character the main character he doesn't maneuver well enough to defend against the crowd if that makes sense it became a little bit mm. overwhelming um and you find i found myself in one place sort of just swinging and getting and trying to take on one guy while getting attacked from out of view and it made it very difficult to to navigate that situation um 
but mechanically I quite enjoyed that there are other mechanics in it where you had a you've got a, a glove that can again in the same vein as dead space it's telekinesis where you can pick up that is right isn't it yeah, telekinesis where you use the glove to pick up things and move things and you can throw enemies pick them up throw them into environments there was a really cool scene in one area where I picked up a, an enemy and threw him into like this massive fan and um, as I was then fighting the rest of the enemies the fan started spitting out blood and gradually the whole room like descended into like red mist while I was fighting that was really cool uh, the problems with it I think for me and it's going to sound like I'm really it's going to sound like I'm really kicking the game um, when I'm not because I see potential in it and I see what the makings of what could be a good a good universe for this game to go on and have have sequels and have other titles um, but I just felt like it was rushed it just felt it didn't feel that the, the best way to describe it was there was a lot of filler so if you can imagine there was a lot of scenes where you know the the classic loading screen that we all hate where you shimmy through between two walls uh, there was a lot of that a lot of crawling through um, through air vents which took way too long a lot of climbing ladders which took way too long and it got to the point where you were at times thinking this has just been put in to bloat to bloat the game out a bit more um, because when when there are story elements which I won't spoil by the way we're not doing any spoilers on this when there were story elements, it was really interesting. So like the first chunk of the game, first hour or so, had me really invested in it. And then there's a lot of sort of, <laughs> for want of a pun, dead space between... Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, God. I mean, love that one. <laughs> between the starting couple of hours and the final couple of hours. And the final couple of hours were really enjoyable as well. Like once I got, Once we got through the sort of bloatedness of the middle and and it was a game that i really really wanted to enjoy more and i, but I, I wrote this on a tweet i just i found myself trying to look for positives more than being wowed by positives if that makes sense and for an example there's there's a trophy that you get for stabbing um five blind enemies in the back killing them like a melee kill one 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 hit kill in the back like stealth stealth wise and i hate stealth like it stealth is my i absolutely i'm rubbish at it. i hate stealth in games i'm much more of a gung-ho player um so i was like oh god i'm going to struggle to get this trophy if he's got to kill five of these things by the end of that game i must have killed about three thousand of these blind enemies with stealth kills obvious exaggeration it's probably more about 30 but it there was and this is another way of trying to describe how it lose it lost its sort of tension was you find these enemies they're blind so they can't see you but the level to which they can't see you is is madness like they you i could literally make a noise and they'd hear me and i'd crouch and then they'd go oh where's he gone and then i would i could cr crouch all the way up under literally underneath their noses wait for them to turn around and then stab them in the back and when you stab them in the back they're squealing there's blood going over it's horrific their mate could their mate could be standing shoulder to shoulder with you and and not even know and then you just literally just rinse and repeat 
and it got to the point where I wasn't tense. I was almost, I don't want to use the word bored, but I was all, it was that feeling of, oh, here we go. Right, I've seen I've seen one blind enemy. I'll crouch, and that is that area done because I can just mm. go around. And they didn't really mix them in with the other enemies, if that makes sense. So it wasn't like a, a a blind enemy in with a load of normal or different type of enemies. It would be okay. This section is blind enemies, and they're now done, and now you won't see them again until you see another section for blind enemies. Um, the story. I listened to, and I would say definitely do this, on Spotify, there's a six-part podcast story set in the world of the Callisto Protocol. And it's about a completely different event that takes place. But that, I listened to that in the car. There are only 20-minute episodes, I think there's six. That was fantastic, and it it fleshed out the my understanding of what the universe this game was setting was about and that really helped me get through that period where I was a little bit like there's nothing going on in the game really um, up until you and and, and yeah I, don't, I sound like I'm really slamming it but it was the, the best way to describe it was it was just a bit meh it was one of those mm. games where I, I really wanted it to be amazing it wasn't. It wasn't by any means terrible. It. I. I. You know. I suffered no bugs. I enjoyed elements of it. There. I was playing it alongside, um, alongside Sarah because obviously, like I said, we're at the moment we're um if we haven't got a house or with the in-laws, so the P- PlayStation is, it is connected. So primarily we can watch TV, um, but. I sort of she likes horror, so I sort of roped her into this to watch along, and she was jumping at certain points. But even, even in that element, the jump scares by the end of it, you could see them coming a mile away, and it was very repetitive of the same thing used over and over. And once that, once you feel that way, I think it's very hard to then re regain that fear in the game and it just become it, i just felt like i was playing through it with no real tension i mean i've still mm. got because of the way that things are at the moment i've not platinumed it i've got the collectibles and the hardest difficulty setting to go through but i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to save that until hopefully we're settled in the house this year and then i'll go back and do the um collectibles and the hard playthrough on stream just to so people can see it uh but it, it's it's one of those where uh, to go back to what you wanted to know, Chris, would I pre-order it again? No. If 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 I if I was going to uh, recommend it for you, I would say just wait until it comes into the sales or goes on to uh, Game Pass or PlayStation Plus, um, which I'd imagine inevitably at some point it will, because it's you're not you're not missing a game. It's not a game that you need to rush out and play. Mm. It, it's interesting because uh, um, I remember the Evil Within one and two both got really badly reviewed, and I enjoyed both of those games. So I try and sort of I try not to pay too much attention to reviews because uh, you know. But then look, I, I you know as I, I always say I look for the Metro review, and I think they gave it six out of ten. And the, one, the criticisms were like you said the melee wasn't scary, and there were long periods where you know nothing really happened, which is pretty much what you've just described. So. I think it's probably one of those that, like you said, if I spent 
um, if I was excited, if he was in your position where I'd pre-ordered it and I was really hyped up and excited for it and it didn't deliver, then I'd probably feel quite let down. So I probably will enjoy it at some point, like you said, knowing not to get too excited for it and to like say just pick it up when it's like 30 quid or something yeah. like that and I, i'm the same as you like days gone days gone will be a game that i die on a hill for because i think that game was superb and it was reviewed so badly um but yeah it was brilliant if you played it from start to finish and got the platinum nine times out of ten people that i've spoken to who have done that have said it was really really good so mm. I, I, I'm like you, I always err on the side of caution of reviews. I think it is best to make up your own own mind on certain games. Um, but yeah, if, if it was just down to me saying to you about your spending of your money, I would, I would say wait until it's in the sale. Um, and, and, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully they get another shot at it. It just lacked, it lacked that character. And it's going to be, it's going to be linked to Dead Space because obviously Glenn Schofield the guy who made it he's making this and there are elements taken directly like we said about the telekinesis the glove there are elements of that game it's set in space it's it, you can't not compare the two and this just lacked character I think in Dead Space it was there was something different around every corner there was character to it you, you there was tension you really felt for the character that that was that you were playing as um, and I think that is a major part. There's a disconnect for who you're playing as in this game. Um, you don't really feel... You never really feel for him or never really care if he dies. Um, and, and a lot of the th- thing was made about the um, the fatalities in this game. Like There's a lot of horrendous deaths. I mean, I didn't die. I probably died in my entire playthrough. <sighs> probably died about three times, four times maybe. Um yeah. Wow. So I didn't get to see those deaths, but even when you do, the, even when that happens, there's a skip button. There's a <laughs> you can actually skip. So I think a lot of my a lot of my deaths came from the final. I tell a lie. There's one. There's one bit that you get thrown into, which is a bit mental, um, and again that was a bit like oh, this is annoying because you're thrown into it almost like a cutscene. And you have to react without knowing what the right thing to do is. That makes sense. I remember. Yeah. I remember when Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did the same thing. There's a fight with Darth with um, uh, Darth Vader in it, and I kept dying, dying, dying because it was like a cutscene. I didn't know what to do, and it was because I hadn't looked up. And if you looked up, you had to drag, use your force pull to drag something down on top of him. And that was a bit. There was a one scene where I kept like basically stuck in a loop for like 10 seconds it would load i'd be like i don't know what i'm doing bang i'm dead i'd load again i don't know what i'm doing bang you're dead until i figured out exactly what it was i needed to do um but yeah like other other than that really i didn't die that much but the fact that they've they've put in the skip button but their main selling point was about how many gross ways you can die it just again it felt counterintuitive like you die and you'd be like oh i'll just skip this why am i going to sit here for 30 seconds and watch my gruesome death when i can just hit the skip button and get back to Mm. it so yeah some some strange decisions made um hopefully they get a chance at a a second game They, they left it without spoilers it's been left in a position where it definitely could like they're trying to grow a bigger universe than just what's what's happening in this game so um it definitely could whether it will or not i don't know i'm not sure about its sales but 
hopefully mm. for them fingers crossed it does because you never want to, even if you know unless it's a really bad game you don't want to see people not get the chance these people have worked really hard on this and I think given more time I think the turnaround for it was quite short um, if I'm wrong people will correct me but I think it was only like a, literally from the point of thinking about it to making it I think they only did it in like three years something just crazy and I just think with a little bit more time and a bit more padding out of the environments and this and, and a bit more variation in the in the characters and stuff um the enemy types and things like that it it has the ma- it has the makings of what could have been a great game it just didn't quite get there mm. i mean <clears throat> the one area that has been praised is the um the, the graphics and the animation of the characters and the facial animations and all that kind of stuff which uh it looks stunning supposed to be really good it, it yeah. looks stunning that there, there, there were times where we were in a we in a lift scene or you know close up and i just let it stay there let it linger on the face for a bit and i don't very rarely do that in games but there was so much detail like you said in the character's face in in bad guy in enemies as well um yeah you can't fault it for that it's absolutely stunning it's a beautiful beautiful game to look at Mm. yeah i think we we want to pick up uh so cheaper but then going back to that and so you said about dead space remember that you said about the gruesome death so i think they even used that in their marketing for the second game there was a, a a TV ad where they showed it to like old grannies or whatever and um, watch the reactions of them watching all these deaths and stuff um, and, and that was the thing I remember like Dead Space 2 seemed to ratchet up the gore even more than Dead Space 1 um, so but are you uh, are you going to get the remake of Dead Space then I th- you played this or are you, so are you hyped up for that I'm not I'm one of those guys who very rarely, like once I've done it, I'll move on. Like the remakes that I'm playing of like, luckily I've been lucky enough to be playing the remakes of like Resident Evil because I never played them as a kid. I never got that chance. So for me, they're, they're fresh experiences. They're new games. I would definitely play the Dead Space remake, but not over the top of playing X, Y and Z that's going to come out next year, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, and go back to Days Gone. I mean, like, yeah, I really enjoyed that, and I thought it was great. And it's just, a, I'm just annoyed that I finished it and platinumed it, and then they just shortly afterwards released that patch, which for the PS5, which made it like 60 FPS, because it was a bit buggy. I mean, it was, it did chug a little bit in places, but that, and I did try it just very briefly, just on the motorbike, and it was so smooth to play. And I thought, oh, which I played this from start to finish on that. But Pete, I know you're not a very big horror game fan, so. What, what are your thoughts on Callisto? Do you think you'll bother with yeah, it or not? I was I was surprised. No, I mean, no, I'm a big wuss, so nah, <laughs> not, not for me. Um, I was surprised by the reviews. I actually like, especially I can't remember it was the first second trailer, but it was in you know one of the game shows, and we need we need Wayne, Mister, watch it five five hundred times to let us know which one it was. <laughs> but like, and I was like, I think that was actually the best trailer of the whole show. I remember thinking that, and thinking this looks really good. I'm never gonna play it, but it looks really great. Um, and it, yeah, and it was just it was surprising, I think, when the, the reviews came out and actually weren't weren't as positive. Um, I feel like I want to start a discord because I thought Days Gone was pretty average, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I guess so, Tom. Yes. Like sitting here listening to it, obviously, I I I appreciate what you're saying. Like you even said it, like you were you were struggling to find positives. Um, so I guess like what what do you think was the main driving factor that compelled you to complete it was it the hope that you would get better was it the story was it you've 
paid money for it so screw it, i'm gonna see it to the end yeah i really i really completely drop a game um unless i'm you know really really not enjoying it but it wasn't so much that I w- it wasn't so much that i wasn't enjoying it you know the moment to moment um yeah i think it was intrigue like you was just saying there i think I, I wanted it to become something awesome i was like waiting for the moments where it's gonna be like oh okay here we go and that kind of just didn't come it just sort of carried on mm. going and going and it's not re- it's not really i'm trying to think i can't tell you how many hours i put in i should have thought about it but um it wasn't relative it wasn't a, a long game even to the point where I, you know sarah doesn't play games but i said to her i think we're coming to the end now and she was like oh really that's like you know we've only been playing it for like a couple of hours for a handful of nights sort of thing um so yeah it's, it wasn't it wasn't like it dra- it wasn't like a drag in terms of you know oh, oh man mm-hmm. I, I can't physically do this but it's no it's, then, then that makes the, the comments about blow even worse if anything because mm. it's like i thought the point you were saying was like you know it was a what a 20 hour game yeah, I'm making, I'm making stuff up. It's like an eight-hour game padded out to be 16 hours sort of thing. Mm. But no, then you actually think, oh, actually, it's like quite short as well. It's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, because don't they say, like, for horror games and films as well, that, like, part of it is, like, you have to have the quiet periods? Do you mean to set detention? Build up tension, like, yeah. You can't have balls to the wall full action all the time. Obviously, it just doesn't... You mean, there's no, there is no tension. You're just, you're just, you're just wired all the whole time. So you do need the quiet moments, but then it doesn't sound like they they achieved that quite quite as well as they should have as well. Yeah, I think that's the, and that's the kind of thing you were saying, like with the, you know, with Dead Space, with the quiet moments in Dead Space, you felt on edge all the time, and it was whether it was I don't know what's going on here, I don't know what's going to come around. You know, like in, in there were scenes in Dead Space where you'd walk along corridor and something would just grab you, and the next thing you know, you're fighting for your life to try and get away from it, or something would burst out of a wall or or it would be the complete opposite where you'd see someone else getting slaughtered or you'd see um stuff that's happened there where you're like oh my god stuff went like has gone down here when i was playing callisto none of that it was like oh there's an air event well someone's coming out of that and then you'd hear a bang and out they come bang bang do you know what i mean it was that i'm gonna open a crate something's gonna pop out at me I'm going to open another crate. So every time I open a crate now, you know, four in every, one in every six crates, something would jump out. It was that constant. Don't get me wrong. There were a couple of things in there, but they were repeated. They were rinsed and repeated so many times that you, you, Mm. and I know not everyone plays games like we do, but you you almost could see the pattern. So in in Mm. terms of those and other times when you're walking around, I was walking around like, oh, it's nice lighting in here. Like the, like the, the lighting effect that they've done is nice but the, other than the lighting there's nothing here that's giving me a sense of dread i'm not i'm not fearing anything hmm. and, and anything you've thrown at me i don't need to be scared of because I, I i you know like if it's a if it's a stealth scene i can just crouch i'm fine i've got that covered and and once you sort of figured that out it just yeah i don't know i don't know maybe i am you know people in the comments will let us know maybe i'm being a bit too harsh on it um but it just it just was a shame it just felt like a shame that's what it felt like you're like ah oh, that's a shame it's it's the thing isn't it you say like sometimes you see kids i'm not 
angry. I'm just disappointed. Yes. Um, so, and looking at how long to be, it's about ten hours apparently. Yeah. So, it's like you said, it's not a very big game nah. at all, really, is it? These go- these days. Um, uh, just going back to the on, the sorry. show. No, no. So I was just going to say that the the show that you mentioned, the Callisto Protocol Helix Station. Yes. Uh, it's got a quite a good voice cast. So you got Gwendolyn Christie uh, from. Um, uh, Wednesday uh, recently, which I watched her in, and then obviously Game of Thrones, uh, and then Michael Ironside. I mean, what a voice! Uh, the, the two main, I suppose, people in it. Sorry, I cut you off, Tom. No, 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 no. Please, it's worth a listen. Gen- I would genuinely point you to that, um, and then to to the game, because um, it, yeah, it does give you a little bit more of a sense of a feeling for what they're going for, trying to create. Um, within this sort of like universe of of the games, um, mm. but yeah, so that's kind of all all I can really say without repeating myself. What I think, um, unless you guys had any, had any other questions. No, I think that's it. I think uh, I've asked. You got anything else you want to ask, Pete? No, you kind of hinted. Is it. like it's like would would you play a sequel? Yes, if it was better, I guess. As in, you know, they, they've done enough that you're curious, sort of thing. Well, like, like you, can see, you can see the potential. Like Chris said, right, and, and this is a really good example, The Evil Within. That game, um, for me, per- and this is, again, my personal experience, the first game, they, that was done in chapters. I think there was something like 13 chapters. For me, that game didn't get good until chapter 10, so or 9, 9 or 10. So the first part of the game and again like you said Pete would I have carried on with it I sort of did out of intrigue and then chapter 9 it got really good and it and it, it all sort of started to make more sense and I was in and then and then I finished it from 9 to 13 it was really really strong and I really enjoyed it and then I went and got the sequel and the sequel was brilliant the second one they focused the narrative more it was like they'd learned from the it was like they'd learned from the the first game and they came out with something really strong and really enjoyable from start to finish so that's kind of where with this i think they they've got something there they just need to 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 cultivate a bit more and make it into something a bit more special Mm. cool well talking about games that uh have been remade or about going to be remade uh i'll i'll talk about the last of us part one um for the playstation 5 uh because i've got the trophy the platinum trophy on that one um (coughs) excuse me it's a strange one to talk about this game considering that i've played it on the playstation 3 which is a bit is mind-blowing really um Played it on PlayStation 4, obviously, because they did a, I suppose, a sort of remastered version on that. Uh, and they're on the PlayStation 5. So, you know, having played through that game three times now um, on different systems, it's kind of, um, I mean, I know you've played through it, um, Pete, uh, Tom, but Pete, I can't remember if you did. I think you have to a point, but I can't remember if you completed it or not. No, I've, I've got about three quarters of the way through and I never completed it. Um, on the PS4? Yes. Right. The okay. One. Yeah. So it's it's one of those where, I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to talk about story. I mean, by this point in time, where you probably have a general idea of, as to what's going on anyway or what's happened with the story with it. But I suppose just as a general comment that, I mean, it's, you know, nothing has really changed. It's, it's the game that we've 
played, you know, if you've played through it on those systems before. And then I remember at the time when it, came, it was announced that, you know, there's going to be a remaster of The Last of Us and people were moaning a bit about like, oh God, you know, why do we need this and blah, blah, blah. And they should focus on new games and all this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And, it, and it's, but it's one of those where, I mean, it is a really good game. I mean, the story, the atmosphere, the voice acting, the graphics, the, the you know, game moment to moment gameplay um, things that, that take place. Um, it's it's one of those games, but I do think because of the nature of the game and the characters and the relationships and the, the things that happen in it, you can potentially you know you can the first time you play it, there are some real some real wow shock moments in it, and then it's diminishing returns, isn't it? You know, so effectively. I mean, yes, there are going to be people there that really love this game. Obviously, the, the TV show is due out shortly. So, it, you know, it, it, there's a lot that spawned from it. You know, as some of the stats that came out recently, it's one of PlayStation or Sony's biggest sellers in terms of, you know, the franchise. Um, but it does lose something the more, obviously, you know, it loses its that impact, you know, in terms of the story and everything. So the, I suppose the reason why you're playing through it again on the PlayStation 5 are for the visuals and, for, I suppose, for the enhancements on the controller, which, you know, it does do that quite well. It's It uses the uh, haptic feedback very well. You know, when it's raining, it does that pitter-patter and that kind of, you know, it, it, the whole of the controller, you know, makes little individual vibrations and, you know, to, to mimic rain. Uh, then you've got the the bow and arrow. I mean, the thing is that that controller was designed for a bow and arrow games, really, wasn't it? You know, yeah. just to feel that the tension of, of pulling the the string um, and then firing it, and then obviously your the weapons have different feels and and all that sort of stuff. You know, so the trigger stuff is really good on the controller. Visually, it is pretty stunning. I mean, it does. It's a, like I said, it's essentially the same game. And you know, remember playing it on the PlayStation Three and thinking, "Oh, this game looks amazing." Then playing it on PlayStation Four and thinking, "Oh, this looks amazing" because they've had implemented HDR. And it looks whatever and all that kind of stuff. And then playing it on the PlayStation Five, you know, it is an incredibly detailed game to look at. You know, it looks incredible. Um, it's one of those. I was thinking about it when I was playing through it, and and I suppose the. The thing I can equate it to is, do you remember when The Division came out and uh, the original trailer or the gameplay trailer that was shown off at, at one of the Ubi conferences at E3 and people were going, oh my God, this game looks amazing. What was it? The, and car, when it actually, it was the car door, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you got the the agent or whatever, and he was like sneaking around doing this kind of stealthy like uh, move, flanking the enemies, and walking around shutting the car doors. And it looks it's so incredibly detailed. It's funny. I I mean, we we mock Wayne, don't we, about you know going back and rewatching stuff. But I would like to actually go back and just rewatch that just to see, you know, um, what that looked like then. And and and, but then when the game came out, and everybody was a little bit disappointed because of the you know it it didn't look uh, live up to its kind of uh, hype in terms of its visuals and it looked like it was downgraded which created a whole other shit storm which I'm not going to go into but anyway so The Last of Us Part 1 uh, remake remaster whatever you want to call it it looks like that original Division trailer in as much as like you're looking at it and thinking oh my god this looks amazing you know it's uh, it's uh, it, it does look very pretty it's um, a beautiful looking game very detailed but I, I always thought that about the last of us anyway i do that i do think that about naughty dog games in general that when you you know you're walking around a building or whatever and they've put so much effort into looking at to putting things you can't interact with them but it it looks 
very lifelike in terms of like the, there's books, there's TVs, there's DVDs, there's pl- there's things in the environments which, for the vast majority of people, will miss them because mm. you know you're getting on with mm. the game, aren't you? You're moving forward. You know you may be looking around for little collectibles and bits and pieces, but generally speaking, you're going to miss so much detail that they've painstakingly put into this game. So, it, from my point of view. I played through it again. I've got the platinum, which I didn't do with my PS3 and PS4 playthroughs. I haven't actually gone back and looked to see what the trophies were on there, but I think there were some multiplayer ones. Obviously, the multiplayer is going to come out this later on this year. I was going to ask actually. Well, is, is that, it? Is it? Well, it's going to come out at some point. Is that going to be paid for, or is it going to be free if you've got the game? Paid. Uh, oh really? I, I I mean I don't. This isn't. This isn't. Like me doing it, you know, insider knowledge. I don't need to know. I thought it was going to be free to play. Oh uh, right, okay. I, I thought I thought that was the whole point of spinning it out to be its own thing. Yeah, I was going to say that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if they're going to charge for it, then that's going to be a bit of a hard sell, I think. I mean, because I did play a bit of the factions. I think it was on the PS3 or maybe in PS4 actually. Uh, I think it was PS4, and it was it wasn't bad for what it was. You know, it was fun enough because like um, if you go back, I mean, Uncharted. Three had multiplayer, if I remember rightly, as yeah. well. Um, yep. You know, and so it was. It was fun enough, but I mean, I can't imagine that people are going to spend a lot of money on stuff like that, particularly when there's loads, loads of free-to-play games out these days, like Fortnite and whatever. Anyway, I don't know if you felt this, but when I played the Last of Us multiplayer, it was the closest I felt to the same feeling I played when I used to play Gears of War. Yeah, I suppose it's that third-person sort of, you know. Um, thing that's going on, but um, was the whole this? The, it's been a while, but it was that whole meta game where you, you, you things get added onto your factions and all that jazz. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah, been a while. How, yeah, how the, the, the match result went. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I acknowledge that most people played Last of Us for the story, but like I think one of the reasons reasons I never finished the game is because I was playing so much factions I really enjoyed it I, I really, okay and I'm looking forward to the, the second one uh the, yeah what factions to whatever they end up calling it yeah so it's one of those where I've now acknowledging all of the good things about it and if you've never played the last of us then this is the definitive version for you to play it really is because of the the graphics the uh the load times or lack of them, the the you know the controller and all of that sort of stuff. But if you've played through it twice already, uh, do you really need to play through it again? Mm, unless you're a huge fan of it, and this is what going back to what you were saying earlier on, uh, Tom, about you know you, once you've played a game, you don't generally go back and play through it again. So yeah. is there enough? Is there enough in this? to pull you back that's not a question to you as such i suppose it's just a general question to people is there enough to pull people back into replaying what is effectively there's nothing changed in terms of the story or anything like that and as well as like i said that this i suppose because there are those moments because you see that relationship developing between the two characters but i've already played through that twice so it has less effect on me so i'm not as invested in it and so in fact, in some ways, this time round, because of, again with the Last of Us Two, obviously, when in terms of it following on from the first game, with the consequences of the at the end of the first game, I looked at it differently and I had a different reaction to it 
And I think that's possibly because I've played through it twice before. And well, because, because of you've the, played the... two. Because because you no, played two, you know, yeah, maybe, may, yeah, maybe, maybe because of the because of the story and how that continues in two, but also maybe because I'm looking at these two characters now, and I'm questioning my original reaction to it the first time I played it, and it's difficult to talk about because I don't want to spoil it for people and particularly for Pete, but it's it's a it's an interesting one, and I think, but again, it's that you know the the diminishing returns, isn't it? I, I think. It's it's a hard sell for people if you've played it before. Put it like that. That's kind of I suppose. But it's it, all the quality. I mean, you, you know, it's it's not a cheap See, cash what's, in. What's interesting, Chris, is like you. I've played it like three, four times. It's probably the mo- it's probably the most game. It's probably the most game. It's not right English, is it? It's probably the game that I have replayed the most from start to finish yeah. out of any other game. Hearing you talk about it, having played two. And now go back and play in one that it might alter your viewpoint, if you like. That has me more intrigued about going back and playing it again mm. than anything else. Because yeah. I do think that is one of the great things about that game is that there is no the the line the the line between good and bad or what is right and what is wrong is it, it's a seesaw it's a, it's about perception isn't it it depends on where you're standing at the time um yeah so having that sort of now going in the first game we didn't you didn't have any knowledge of the second to play the second and go back and play the first just to see how you feel about it now um mm. that is that's intriguing but like you said yeah. if you know if you already know the story inside out are you going to go back and play it all again what what the 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 thing with what I found with the second game was there are no good guys there are there, there's no not nobody's a good guy in it you know you can argue even the characters that you think are the, supposedly the good guys are not the good guys nobody wins in that game and and that's the thing for, about it you know that they did really well um, you know from my point of view so um, but yeah anyway trophy wise it's a relatively straightforward one um mostly collectibles uh in fact i would say the vast majority of them are collectibles so i think wayne mentioned it before in one of the previous shows that he was using the card system which is really good i didn't use that but i looked at it whereby you can it'll tell you on each particular level where it'll give you a hint as to what you're looking for and where it is so that works really really well but i just followed a youtube video in the end and just kind of again it's one of those i've played through the game twice already so i know what you know i'm not spoiling anything for myself um and it's mostly um the converse conversation uh, pieces you know when something pops up and you, you know hit triangle to have a chat with somebody you, you've got to get all them um that that was a bit of a pain in the ass because I, t- I thought i'd got them all but actually i'd missed one so i had to go back but then again it, it's their games are really good in terms of you can actually then go back to replay chapters and then within those chapters there's encounters so you don't have to, it's not too arduous to get to where you want to go um but then yeah there's a few little gameplay things there's um again you 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 can't really screw up with that with this game because you you know you can go back and just replay a chapter if you've missed something or you can replay a certain part of a chapter it does also the platinum isn't just for the last of us it's also for the dlc left behind which i've only played through once and again i enjoyed going back through that it's probably only like two or three two hours long maybe two or three hours if that um which does you know fill out some of the fill some of the gaps in terms of the story and uh you know builds up the relationship between ellie and another character um so yeah 
overall, yeah, I've, I'm glad I played through it, but that's it now. I'm done. <laughs> I don't wait, when the play, when the PS6 comes out. No, 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 no. When the PS6 comes out, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not playing The Last of Us again. I'm done with that. No, please, thank you. No more Last of Us Part One. I'm done. Uh, but then the inevitably, I would imagine, be a P- uh, Last of Us Part uh, Two remaster. Um, so anyway, there you go. That's 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 me. Back to you, um, Pete. Just just on Last of Us, like going off on a tangent. Um, given that you have experienced the story three times now, are you bothered at all by the TV show? Yeah, yeah, I will watch the TV show because that's. Um, I would imagine that it's going to be similar. Obviously, going to have a lot of similar. Based on the trailer I've watched, you know, it's going to be very similar. But um, I think it'll be a new experience as well because of the characters and the you know the people playing them. Um, Pedro Pascal's playing Joel, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, so yes, you're hyped for that, aren't you, Tom? Oh, massively, and I'm, I know rightly or wrongly. One of the things that's got me the most hyped is that they've said um, they're not interested in in deviating from the game. So I think the idea is that they said that they will make the they want to make the TV version of part one and they want to make the TV version of part two, and and that's it. They're not gonna they're not gonna try and um, they don't want a Game of Thrones situation. Is what they were sort of like the. Um, director or producer whoever it is was doing it was saying in an interview that i watched that i don't we don't want it to to drag out and become something that it's not we just want a solid start solid ending and make it a real quality piece of work so yeah on, on that basis i am so hyped for this show oh cool well we've got long to wait so. are you gonna watch it t- uh p actually having not played the game i know yeah you're interested yeah i'm quite excited for it i mean uh, like I, I still, you know, this is true of every every game I ever say. But yeah, I still plan to go back and finish the game, and and it, it actually raises an interesting question of whether I I do play part one on the PS5 or go back to my PS4 say because like I said, I've basically gone three quarters of the story and I've done all the multiplayer faction trophies already, but then I can't I don't know if I can be bothered doing a hard playthrough which cause, which like. The part one trophy list removes um, like a hard playthrough. Yeah, so that's a bit more appealing for me. And also, it's probably been long enough that I've forgotten little details. I remember the thing annoying me when I was playing it was that like, I knowing about the collectibles, I did that classic video game thing of thinking, oh, I'll go explore over here, and then I went through a door that was the the critical path, and I was like, oh, well now I've, like, mm. I've completely missed exploring that area, and that really wound me up at the time. But yeah, it does that. Yeah, obviously um, better. Yeah, when you have a guide or the the, the, the cards to refer to. Yeah, there's like 254 collectibles in this, but the the difference between that and Batman Arkham Knight, which I'll talk about later on, no doubt, is that 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 was an open world game and they felt superfluous to the game. You know, it was just like you're collecting these 200 odd collectibles for no reason other than just for busy work. Whereas I suppose with these, it's notes, it's things that relate to the game, you know, it's stuff like that. So it, it they have a purpose and because it's more linear, you're less likely to have to, you know, go off somewhere else and collect them. They're, they're relative, you know, if you use your video or the cards, it's they're, they're not too bad to get. So, yeah, the YouTube video I followed is about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, so, you know, but in that, and it, I think that's that Power Picks, is it? Power Mm, yes. Yeah, they're really good. Generally, they are. So, yeah. there you go. Cool. Right. Come on, then. What you got next? Uh, myself. Or Tom? Yes. Yes. 
okay yeah uh conscious conscious of time so i'll try and vow through these next ones so uh next two platinums uh, 118 190 for myself uh was save room uh both on the ps4 and on ps5 uh i actually spoke about this before when i when we had the first episode when i got my steam deck because this is one of the games i played on the steam deck when i was on holiday um it's basically like a little indie puzzle game that's all based around the management of the atashi case that you got in resident evil 4 which is like like you know it was a, a grid of a certain number of squares and then every gun and every herb and every item you have takes up a certain number of squares but you can rotate stuff so it's kind of like you know people kind of remember fondly if they played resident evil 4 not you tom um <laughs> hopefully hopefully next year or this year sorry this year this year um yeah and then like how you can do you know you could spin things around and like slot things in in certain places to get more the more um inventory into into this case so basically and then they this is not an official tie-in it's made by um a small little indie developer i've not really heard of full called fractal projects um one thing that might raise alarm bells with with dedicated trophy hunters it's published by i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher the name here but Rattalika games yeah i um, saw and that and i thought I, th- I thought, oh god, they've done some dodgy shit. Yeah, yeah, they're quite infamous for for just dumping shovelware that have e- really easy platinums. And and I'm not gonna lie, this was an easy platinum. It, it took me about like maybe just under two hours to platinum. So it's not a long game in any sense. But I will say that I had fun doing it. I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. It's a cheap game. It's not like it's only like I can't. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the price is off the top of my head, but it's it's not certainly not a full price game. Um. And yeah, and it's just like so. It's not an official tie-in. It's not you know endorsed by Capcom or anything like that. But it has lots of little nods to the the Resident Evil universe. Like all the guns are sort of named similar to them. You have a little health, um, you know the 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 I can't remember what they're called the the thing that does the heartbeat. The herb. And it's got oh, oh right okay sorry yeah yeah well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so herbs in there yeah herbs in there um, mixing herbs is is a big part of it. So like if you've got a red a yellow and a uh, a green herb then obviously it saves space if you you mix them all together and now that helps you save space in 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 that in the puzzle um and then yeah and then like a lot of the trophy names are uh sort of like you know references back to resident what well, you know resident evil games um so like nearly all the trophies are for completing the levels i think there's about 40 levels or so um but it's some, some city ones like um there's one for examining your weapons where it's like called stranger no that's a weapon i can't do i can't do the, the voice um <laughs> or things like i just mentioned about the herbs so like there's, there's a trophy called wait that's illegal where it's like if you try and use a red or yellow herb on its own and nothing happens because that's like a you know if you've played with anything you kind of you got, that's a known thing mm. you have to mix it with a green herb for it to be effective it's green and red is power blue is usually poison uh it's like antidote isn't it you yeah yeah and then and then there's some funny things around like like i said because it's a puzzle game there's some funny things around like uh every level you have to end on full health and you have to end with all the guns reloaded if you can if you have bullets spare um so there's some funny things like actually in order to fit everything you actually have to deliberately eat like a poison you know a a rotten egg to give you to make you lose health then means you have to take a healing item to then free up the space this is to see things like that um yeah Anyway, not going to go into another it. Uh, I, w- I will, you, I'll, we'll get onto it later on in the awards, but I will acknowledge that, like, I played it on the PS5. Uh, I obviously had played it before on the Steam Deck, so I kind of, I didn't know, the, I couldn't remember them, the, 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 
puzzle solutions off the top of my head, but I did, like I was literally familiar with the mechanics. But then once it was through in my head, I was just like, oh, I've got some time to kill. You know, I'll just play it again on PS4 just for the, the second plan, and that was a bit of a you know a cheap throwaway. That only took me half an hour the second time. Uh, oh, so you got two platinums for one sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. I, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, like a simple save upload or anything. I did actually play through the game twice, but like I said, when you know the solution, what to do? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, it is normally three pounds ninety nine, but it's on sale at the moment, which will mean nothing for people because by the time this comes out, it'll be won't be on sale. But it's two pounds seventy nine. I'm tempted to pick this up because it sounds fun I, and it looks I, good. Yeah, I say I I understand that the hesitance when I I, I when I saw it was published by Battle Lake or whatever they're called, um, but genuinely I actually had real fun. I actually think it's a really good game. If you like that sort of puzzle game, I think it's worth your time. Cool, cool. Uh, and then I will I will press on just for time. So my hundred twenty platinum, which uh, obviously save room was an S. It could have been an S Alpha Gen, but I was saving it for this game, and this is Saints Row. Uh, this is the reboot of the franchise, or Saints Row Five. You're, you're feeling that way inclined. Um, I haven't, I haven't played many Saints Row. I mean, Chris and I played Saints Row Four together mm. in co-op, like last year, or maybe the year before. Uh, year before, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, year before. Um, and yeah, it, it's uh, to be fair. Obviously, Saints Row Four is so far removed from Saints Row One; it's ridiculous. Um, but we had, you know, we had a apart from. You know, silly grindy trophies aside, we oh, have quite a good time. Sitting it. there with the console on for like thirty hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, on. just got every, nothing to do is dumb. Um, so this is their reboot. It's it's more grounded. Obviously, you're you're not you're definitely not a superhero and have have superpowers. You're definitely just a normal. I say normal, um, like a regular gangster dude guy. Um, it has some of the humor. Like again, it's not as completely wacky but you have your pals your friends that you live with and the, you know your crime buddies that you end up sending the whole the whole premise of the story is like uh you all of you and your friends work for various different gangs but then you're like none of them are finding it satisfying so they end up forming the saints and that's how this, this reboots um based around like forming the saints and how it starts again uh so yeah there's there's some nice little this is i can't say it's laugh out loud funny but there's some nice little moments which is like you know quips between between the friends basically um one of the one of the reasons i wanted to play it was was uh i i chose this for my trophy league and i got it got a negative score so i ended up losing points for it so one of the things like i kind of wanted to, i wanted to play it anyway and i kind of wanted to redeem myself for like oh you know i've, I've been an idiot by choosing crap games i should play it to see what it's like um yeah i i have to say the reviews are probably right it's it's perfect <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> it's perfectly fine it's perfectly competent open world crime game but it it's just there is nothing in it that you haven't seen before in like a million of these other types of games uh and the thing i kept coming back to was that um i i've i've planned on both watchdogs well all, all the watchdogs both watchdogs um, the first one, two, and Legion. Um, I, I would just flower say play Watch Dogs two. It's just a better. It's like a better game, a better world, a better combat, better driving, better story, better characters. Like this, and that was like, I, I think that came out roughly six years ago before yeah. Saints Row. And like I said, Saints Row adds nothing that wasn't done in Watch Dogs two, and I feel like Watch Dogs two did it better as well. Mm. Um, 
like I said, it's it's it, like, I don't know if it. Is. So I mean, going back to what we were saying earlier, Tom, it's it's competent enough. If you like open world games, you can play it. It's fine. It's just it, like I said, it just adds nothing new or revolutionary, or really takes advantage of any of the the you know um, uh, bells and whistles we expect from the from the current current gen of consoles, apart from maybe faster loading, which is which again is useful. Obviously, I think. I think if you had that as well, it would really be like cripple like any enjoyment you have in it. Um, yeah, and it's just like trophy wise, it's fairly standard in terms of like you know complete the game, do all the side missions, do all the collectibles, complete all the districts because the maps obviously split up into to, to different areas. Um, there's a couple ones to mention like. Uh, so similar to like GTA, you can have wanted levels, but the wanted levels are, are unique to the gangs. So like you know, like before, like in in GTA, if you got five stars, that's the army come out. Yeah. Whereas now, you, if you get five stars with say, um, like Los Panteros, which are like one of the you know the the I was gonna say Mexican, I guess South American gang, like they they have a different response at five stars to uh, Marshall, who are like the military. Uh, private military corporation who have who like a different spot. Anyway, uh, one of the trophies called Arm Piercing is is you get a, a a weapon called the Quantum Aperture, which basically just it just puts a big um, holographic screen in front of you, and it allows you to shoot through cover and walls. Uh, so that's quite cool. And then like the the trophy for Arm Piercing is you have to kill a tank driver whilst using that. So basically, you have to get to like five star wanted to get a tank to come out after you, and then you have to use this 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 ability to shoot them the tank driver while they're still in the tank. Uh, and then the last one I achieved was uh, a car called Simone. I can't name Simone, uh, which you had to perform a quadruple backflip flip with super air control in the car. So obviously, yeah, again, it's a bit it's a bit silly, but like, yeah, you you could all the cars have like. Uh, a certain special ability so you have to find one that has this super air control which basically just allows you to, to rotate or spin more in the air and then find like a big enough jump to to do a quadruple backflip off mm. it's <clears throat> it's one of them i probably won't bother with it i know dave I, picked yeah, it up I, hmm. yeah dave picked it up and he is actually quite enjoying it um you know just for a bit of daft fun but i don't think i'm gonna bother about you tom do you think you're gonna pick it up i don't think i don't think i will uh, i mean it, it just do you think this is going to be something that... Because obviously the, the previous um, Saints Row games have been so far out there. And they've obviously tried to make this one... I know, like, backflips and cars and stuff. But they've tried to... From their marketing, it was, this is a bit more grounded. That's how it sort of came across. Mm, yeah, definitely. Do, do you think that's where they've dropped the ball? Do you think it should, that the wackiness of Saints Row is what it makes it Saints Row? And they should have led into that rather than... I... I, I... I do think that's part of it. I do, uh, like having played through four with Chris, like they, I don't know, they kind of wrote themselves into a wall, like a, a, a dead end, where it's just like, it went so wacky, where like, where could you possibly go from there? Mm. It went so nuts, it's like they kind of like had no choice but to like start again. Yeah. Um, and like, to your point, Tom, yes, maybe they could have lent more into it straight from the off. Um, Does it get wack? Does it get <laughs> more. But crazy. Mm, no, you. So, like, if anyone's played the Saints Row, Saints Row Four, they still have the insurance fraud missions, where it's the one where you run into traffic and then like ragdoll yourself around the, the, the traffic, blowing stuff up with your body. 
So obviously that's like that's weird. You can, and and obviously the characters make weird comments or like, oh, I thought that would have killed you afterwards. Um, but overall, to your point, yes, Tommy is much more grounded. Yeah. Uh, and like, like I said, there there are, there are funny moments, but I can't say it's funny. It's like you know, like, like it's said, it's not, not like aliens and like. That, that you know running around with dildo swords that kind of stuff no exactly yeah no nothing like that no. which 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 sounds like i'm making it up but that is genuinely what saints row was well the last one yeah. i played i remember being a giant i owned myself massive green and had, like the hulk and had a massive dildo sword and was just running around everywhere causing havoc yeah this yeah so you can still do pretty wacky stuff with the character creator um but it just feels a bit indi- like where's like to your point, Tom, but like that, it almost made more sense in in the older Saints Row. Whereas here, it just you just look like a weird person. <laughs> the, the, what about the voice acting? Because now before, like you could pick Nolan North as one of your voice actors, and yeah, stuff like that. No, unfortunately, you can obviously there are different voices to pick for your character, but no, there's nothing like in jokes like Nolan North voice or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then one other thing to mention, like I, uh, I, one of the things they advertised for this game was that it was going to have like really seamless co-op, but really like drop in, drop out. It, you know, progression is saved across both people. It wasn't like only the host got um, progression, um, and that really appealed to me and my my friend Mark, who I played it with, because we've we've played other games before where it was exactly opposite. It was like, um, I think it was one. I think it was the Far Cry games. Was like. I mean, and again, Chris, we've kind of done done some of the Far Cry games as well. Yeah. Um, where only the hosts got progression, so basically the the person who was joining in had to go go off into their game and do it all again anyway. Um, so we're looking forward to that, but then it didn't work as advertised. Like it was, it seemed quite random. Where it's like we'd complete a story mission, and then Mark would go back to his game, and he would wouldn't say he would say he hadn't done it, and it's just like, well, then he's got. Anyway, it's just like, well, that's that's not what you sold us on. Which is a bit annoying, mm. um, but anyway, it was an open world game, so it, all in all, it took me about sixty hours to plan them. Wow! So it's quite long. I mean, the thing is, like, again, I like open world games. If you're not the type to be like going out of the game with collectibles and all that, you would hate this. Mm. Like for me, when it's like I've got a few, like you know, thirty minutes to kill, I quite like having to do like just going to a game like this where it's like you just mindlessly go find some stuff, you know, and then and, like achieve something in that time yeah yeah i'll i'll jump in next then quickly because they're talking about painfully average games so uh terminator resistance enhanced uh version so i i've seen this before and i've had it on my wish list for a little while and it's one of those where i wouldn't you know i waited for it to drop i think it's about 15.99 when i bought it recently um and you know i I'm going to sort of like I'll do this in like five minutes, but looking at it, so the people that made this game, Tayon, um, uh, what they're called, Ta- yeah, Tayon, they've they suppose their most recent highlights, if you want to call them that, are Rambo the video game in 2014, uh, Terminator Resistance, and then their new game that's coming out this year. Uh, if you're hyped for this, then don't get your hopes up <laughs> too much, is the new RoboCop game, RoboCop Rogue City. So there's a bit of a theme going on here. They're, they're mm. sort of like specialising in, you know, nostalgia and making these type of first-person shooter type games. And that's kind of what it is. It's a first-person shooter, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a shooter as such. It's it's a bit more... Um, 
uh, I suppose laid back in terms of yes you've got a gun yes you do shoot things but there's a bit they've tried to implement a bit more of a story with this uh, you know in terms of talking to characters the side missions there's uh, main missions um, it's fairly linear although you do I suppose in some some areas like I suppose you have a bit more of a little bit of a sandbox it's not very big but it's it's enough to make it feel as if it's it's not Far Cry put it like that but it's enough to make you feel like you're exploring a little bit well I was saying that everything just looks the same but then you know it's Terminator it's set in the future you know everything's destroyed there's there's no real I suppose um different uh, there's there's nothing there you know it's like yeah everything's been destroyed there's buildings that are just smashed up and cars that are everywhere and all that sort of jazz Uh, it's got voice acting in it it's got progression in terms of skills you can unlock you know you can get experience for killing things and doing things and completing missions and side missions none of the side missions are very interesting you know they're just they're random crap you know little boy who's in who's a, a scavenger you know will you can go back and get me some chalk please uh you know <laughs> so just stupid shit like that um there's nothing really i mean yeah, that you can develop relationships with the characters with your answers and stuff like that but it's so binary it's so basic you know it's you, you can you can't there's no subtlety in it you know you, you can either say something really nice or you can just be an absolute arsehole to them so it's like okay and then but then he pops up you know, they they appreciated that. Um, if you if you're nice to them, so the, the shooting's okay. It's nothing. I mean, like you said, Peter, about Saints Row, it is perfectly playable. It's not buggy. It does. It's not broken. You know, it looks okay. I mean, if this is the enhanced version, then God knows what the the regular PS4 version is like. Because I mean, it's kind of it is a very basic bog standard PS4 looking game. Do you know what I mean? It's there's nothing special mm. about it. It's nothing special in terms of the graphics. Or whatever, um, it's what it's one of those where, and we'll talk about this when we just when we get onto the um, the awards and stuff like that. Where I, I was a little bit intrigued because it's Terminator franchise. That's the one thing that they do have right. So it's got the soundtrack for, for you know the Brad Friedel um, soundtrack. It's got the tone of the Terminators things. Uh, it's got um, it's even got the song from the original Terminator that uh, where they're in tech noir, which you know is a bit of a uh, thing that you can find and whatever so this they've obviously got that you know uh, about it but then the, the everything else is so painfully average you know in terms of the gameplay the shooting the story i zoned out the story completely i think it's set in between somewhere in between terminator one and two um it, it's it's all set in the future so there's no kind of you know stuff that you know where you you're in uh modern day or whatever it is um yeah and it's one of those where you think I feel a bit dirty for playing it. I feel like, you know, it's not as bad as Mr. Massage, but it's almost, you do feel a little bit like, uh, I've, I've bought this platinum really, you know, I've had to do something for it. And it took me probably about a week of, you know, a couple of hours every night or every other night. It's, it's not a massive game, probably about eight hours, eight to nine hours. When you think maybe I could have put eight to nine hours in a good game, you know, you know, it's, you kind of come away from it feeling like that a little bit. And, um, so, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not a great game. On the plus side, and I wasn't expecting this, I didn't know this, but, but you know, going back to the relationships that you can develop with characters, there are sex scenes in it, uh, which I was totally not expecting. You know, there's... there's uh, I was talking to one of the characters, and, you know, it just... It, one of the responses was, basically... Do you fancy a shag? And and that was so. I like. So naturally, you picked that. Of course. So, and the thing is, with these sex scenes, it's not just a case of like 
let's you know face black chris's favorite game of the year is going to be don't we well that's it the game actually improved me at this point so it's not like it you know it's just fades black or whatever um you actually get it playing out it's not graphic but you know it's first person sex scene where you know the woman is on top of you you're on top of her there's moaning there's groaning thinking oh god almighty wow okay i wasn't expecting this and not only that then so there's another character that I was chatting to, another female, fully enough. I don't know if there are male options. So, I, you know, I didn't explore that. I, don't, I doubt it. But anyway, then there's another character I was talking to, and she was off on her own. And again, the response was, mm, well, you know, this might be the last time we see each other. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So it was. It was it's that again. It's like shagging. I was like, what's going on here? This is just it's not... And, and again, they kind of do it. So, you know, in the original Terminator, you know, when Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor are like, you know, um, having sex, making love, whatever. Um, it, they've kind of put that music behind it as well. <laughs> so, uh, it's, really, it's really cheesy and, and whatever. But so anyway, not a very good game. In terms of trophies, it is a very easy platinum in terms of and most of it is gameplay and story related. <clears throat> excuse me but there is one which i did it did say uh because you, you level up your different abilities there's one for lock picking and the um even if you don't have that like the, you know, the 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 best lock picking ability you basically can't even attempt to to unlock this door so one of the trophies is to unlock a door in a certain part of the level later on in the game so that's the only one really to be aware of the one plus point I will give it, and this is, I think, new to the enhanced version, because looking back at the PS4 versions, this this wasn't included, and I think this is DLC. So, um, and it, these are it, it, trophies where it's it says it's uh, way before you load it up. It says this is a 45 minute, roughly 45 minutes uh, expansion. You can't save it. It's just like playing through a level, but you play through as a, as a Terminator. Which oh, was cool. a bit more, a bit more interesting because um, the vision you can turn on and off like the Terminator vision. So you know uh, you got that old school kind of like red look, you know, look on the sc- on the screen, and it highlights where the enemies are. And there's different that you got mostly you're stronger, so you can pick up enemies and throw them and stuff like that. So that was more interesting. Would, uh, but um, yeah, but it made sex scene a bit weirder. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when he plugged himself in to the wall socket, I was like, "Well, this is a bit odd." Um, but no, I mean, so that—that that was the highlight. The sex scenes and the Terminator levels or level was the highlight of a very, very below—I'd say even below-average game. No, I wouldn't. I mean, if you're if you're a trophy hunt, I mean, for your point, your point of view, Pete. I mean, there was that game. I think you gave up on it, but it was a relatively short and um easy to get platinum what was it the, the, the suicide of rachel foster or something like that mm, or, yes i think you gave up on that it's one of them where would i even recommend it to you as as somebody who gets trophies and stuff and i was like hmm, i don't know i don't know well yeah. i mean i mean obviously we know that you picked it up for the sex scenes but like what, i didn't know i genuinely didn't know i promise you i promise you <laughs> so what compelled you to get it when when you didn't I, know about that i honestly I think maybe because of the franchise, because I was I, mm. I was intrigued. I you know I think I, it was. I mean I picked up Rambo the video game. It's and and again, <laughs> uh, but that was a light gun game on the PS3, and that was that was pretty crap to be honest with you. But um, I didn't know until I've just looked that these were the developers that made that game as well. So yeah, it's it's like I said, it's yeah. not yeah. 
No, sorry, I was just going to say, like, this is one that I do see quite, quite, quite pop up quite a lot on, like, trophy lists and stuff. Uh, and, and same to you, Chris. Like, I guess I'm curious just because, like, it's a first-person shooter and I do quite like the Terminator franchise. So that's enough of a, like, a, ooh, I wonder if I should check that out. I'm not surprised, like, from what, from what you said, like, what the quality is actually like. Um, but to answer your question, I am kind of still curious. Maybe, maybe I'll... Like, how long, roughly, what did you say it was? About eight hours. It's yeah. not a very long game at all. So I'd, so I'd probably say about eight, 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 eight hours or so. Have you done so, tea? Yeah. Have you done tea yet, Pete? What was your tea? I think of uh, Stanley Powerball. The Stanley. Uh, uh, no. yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But there you go. Um, right, I'm going to hand it back to you, Pete. Cool. Uh, again, try and get through these fairly quickly. Uh, so next one. Uh, my 121st platinum, not not part of my alphabet challenge. Uh, it could have been my L, but like I just mentioned with Saints Row, I kind of want to repent for Life is Strange Remastered at some point because I've never played. I've actually never played Life is Strange. I've always been curious, mm. uh, and that was one of the reasons why I picked it originally for my trophy league because I was like, oh, everyone loves the first one. It's great, you know. What, what could a re- what could a remastered, you know, yeah, do, do I... get better scores? And then it got it got slated. I um, I but the Life is Life is Strange, the first one. I I. I, I, I think I enjoyed it. Have you played it, um, Tom? Funnily enough, me earlier saying that I don't give up on games, I started that and didn't finish it. Started yeah, it, it was, just wasn't for me. Because it came out, obviously, when you know the Telltale games were like episodic and all that kind of stuff. That was a big thing, mm. wasn't it? And, and yeah, I mean, I think looking back, I, I mean, I played through it. The, the first level, the first chapter is... Uh, not it's difficult to get through i think it does improve once you get through that but looking back i'm thinking it is i don't know it it seems quite over it's a bit overhyped i think that if you've watched enough films you can kind of see where the story's going with it and and it's not like a you know i don't know i yeah anyway i think okay yeah doesn't deserve the praise that it gets put it like that Fair enough. I mean, that's good to hear. Like, I'm going off a tangent here, but yeah, I have actually played through the first episode, and to to your point, Chris, I found it really tough, and I haven't gone back to it. I will, I will force myself at some point, but I haven't done it yet. Um, but anyway, so actually, what I ended up playing was uh, Lego Brick Tales, uh, which, uh, if you recall, I actually played something fairly similar, uh, also this year, called Lego's Builder's Journey. Oh, I thought that so was these... the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, exactly. I I exactly. Just barely... for a second there. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just playing the same game over and over. <laughs> so I don't. No, no. So. Well, this is the I, PS4 I version of the PS5. Just so it. Gets yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand because there's also the other thing as well is like these are Lego games, but the of them were made by Travis Tales. And everyone, you know, when you talk Lego games, nearly everyone associates them now with the Travis Tales games. Um, obviously we had like Lego, this, you know, uh, Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, fairly recently, and I gathered them, like this, you know. Like I mean, it's a really good game, but like as it happens, like I was never, I never got that into Traveller's Tales games. Like I know they've got their fans, um, but I always found like this sounds a bit disparaging. But like I gathered that obviously with the licenses they had and it being Lego, they obviously get tailored for children to to a certain extent. And, I and again, I understand that adults can enjoy it too. But I always found it really like dry and repetitive. I just didn't find it very engaging. The only one of the Traveller's Tales games I really enjoyed was Lego City Undercover because that was actually basically like a, you know there child-friendly gta clone which actually was like at least even that like made it a bit more interesting than just i don't know going through as indiana jones 
doing stuff that you've kind of seen before. But anyway, so I'm going off tangent. These, this, and Lego Builder's Journey, but Lego Brick Tales, uh, they're more puzzle orientated. Um, they're not by the same developer. Like Lego Builder's Journey started as an iPhone game, an iOS game, whereas this is like just a like a full PC console game. It was developed by Clocksmith Studio, but again, they don't seem to have done anything else. It, um, but what this does differently, like Lego Builder's Journey was a bit more, because I guess, because it was tailored for an iPhone, it kind of like was telling like a nice story without, without you know, dialogue and interaction. It was just like about a father and son going on a journey. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Lego Brick Tales what this does differently is that there is a story there is a overarching story but it's, it's nonsense it's just it's just an excuse to build build stuff but what this does is that like it will present you with different scenarios um where say you've got to cross this you you got to cross over to the other side of this ravine so you have to build a bridge out of lego bricks um and it's not you know like lego say well you do you'd go up to something in the whole circle and the character would build it for you and that's not really lego what this does is like you know it it, it gives you the, the ravine It'll give you like I don't know, ten or so blocks, and then it's like right now now you've got to build a bridge. You go at it, and there's no like, um, you know you can I'm sure you can get to the same solution in different ways. There's no like, oh you can only do it this way. No like the um, definitive but, like way of doing it. You can actually just, we all three yeah, of us can only, do it a different way. Exactly yeah. The only limitations are are like I said, the, the number of bricks you actually get to use. So that can obviously be a factor, and like the the uh, the actual size of the area. So like you'll have like boundaries. So you can't like you can't build something that's like too high. And that's again they'll 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 work that into the challenge of like maybe there'll be a, like another bridge later, but you have to you literally has to be like really low or something like that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, and you know what? It's just out of any Lego games, even better than Lego Builders Journey as well. It's like this is the closest I feel like I've got to like the the experience of building. Like obviously. It's not as tactile. It's it's a bit fiddly in controller. Um, when you're trying to place a block up and down in 3D space, it's a bit it goes a bit wonky sometimes. But you, they've done a fairly good job of of, of translating over. Um, and there, there is something satisfying about building something, and then like what you can do is you can test it, and they have like they'll have like say for that bridge, they'll have like a little robot that tries to cross the bridge. And if mm. it comes across a bit of Lego where, like, it's you know you you built it but it's unsupported, and then it crosses it, it will it will collapse and it will fall down, and you'll be like, no, nope, you got to do it again. So you so again, you kind of have to employ that what what you would do in real work in real life Lego of like, oh no, I can't, you know, this has to support weight or something, or so I've got to build it in a way that it is like um, supported. I can't just have like you know a long line of bricks that goes down <laughs> to infinity. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is something really sad like you know it's a puzzle game and I, I enjoy puzzle games and there is something satisfying about coming to a solution of like um, you know how, how do you build a structure like one one I struggled for ages was like you had to build a fire escape um, but like so and then the point I was making for you like you had a fairly limited space to do it in so like I ended up doing like four or five different variations of like trying to get this fire escape to work <laughs> Excuse me. And then when I finally did it, I was so excited. I was like, "Oh yes, I finally done it!" Uh, what it does is like it then kicks you back to level to your character, and then like 
you built a fire escape so you can climb up you can go up the fire escape to the top of the building which you're trying to get to that's your objective i'd built it in such a way that I'd, I'd like blocked off the the way to access i was like oh no now i've got to just destroy it and just start doing it all again because i basically blocked myself my own character off um which yeah so it's actually quite fun like that um and then so like i said and then that'll be the the puzzle part and then it almost feels the, like like lemmings in a way like you know how you used to have to build stuff and then you would let them go and see if what you'd built worked you know what i mean that that theory yes. of like trying to think ahead yeah definitely yeah um yeah no no like this sounds a bit weird there are your character does have abilities but nothing it doesn't revolve in the building but yeah i i get yes i i get what you're saying too um outside of the puzzle elements um you have like these fairly small levels to explore and there are collectibles and that's where uh, a whole bunch of trophies have come from um but that, that bit actually reminds me a lot of um captain toad treasure tracker if you ever played that where like mm-hmm. yeah you have like this sort of isometric top-down view of the the level but then if you zoom out and spin it around you'll see there's like oh there's actually a cave under that that tree that you hadn't seen before so uh you don't gotta find like find a way how to get down to there and then there'll be like a collectible in there or something like that um and like all of the and like a lot of the levels are, like, are broken up into the into these like little dioramas um yeah uh i've rambled on but yeah i yeah it's really fun i really enjoyed it it's probably my favorite lego game i've played it's better than lego lego builder's journey because that was more about the story and the experience than the actual lego and i found that the building that much more fiddly and annoying whereas this actually felt like satisfying and rewarding um yeah i, I it's po- like to your point it's probably one that most people haven't heard of i don't think like it came out fairly late last year um and like i said i guess most most people who were into the lego game will probably be focusing on the skywalker saga and completely miss this because it's not it's like I said, it's not a traveler's tale one so i think it'll, it'll pass quite a lot of people by mm. um it's not too bad it's not too long as well it's something about 15 hours of platinum um and then, and then even then if you wanted to like there's there's like sandbox modes where it's like you can then they'll give you the same the same puzzle but then you have infinite pieces so you could you could build something really ornate if you want to uh, again that's yeah if you're into that cool i'm not i'm not a minecraft person i don't want to build some really ornate castle or something i don't care um but yeah, most of the trophies are just for complete level, and then finding, like I said, just mentioned, there's, there's a whole bunch of like collectibles and stuff to go around. Um, and then like you have like, the character has abilities, and you can use them to help find things around the world. So like, one, the only one trophy to mention is like uh, it's called Rapid Plan Disassembly, where it's, it's there's a certain about you get an ability that allows you to destroy certain obstacles in your way, but only certain ones, and then you have to destroy every single one of them in the game, which is like. They are marked. It's just the fact, it's the fact you have to actually like go out looking for them. What was that other Lego game that came out a few years ago? That was sort of like a, a built. You you know you had to build things, and there was a bit of a story attached to it. Um, mm, there was a Lego Worlds. I don't know if that Lego was Worlds. Where, that was, that was it. Basically, yeah. That was basically their attempt at Minecraft. Where like yeah, it was like more of a yeah. Yes, there I, was a story, but it was more of a here you go build. You know your giant sand penis or whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking that i mean because like my kids tried that a few years ago and they didn't really get into it but i'm just wondering whether i will get into this one a bit more it just sounds a bit more i don't know interesting and <clears throat> looking at it as well it looks graphically it looks quite nice yeah yeah I, 
I, I know you mean like um my son who's who's really into Lego in, in real life did did see me building and like did comment a few times um wasn't quite enough to, to convince him but I, yeah i think i think there will be definitely kids who who if you they enjoy building lego they'll they'll enjoy this cool good stuff right i'll save your last one tom do you want to talk very quickly about your last one yeah so the other game that i have just sort of started um but i i 100 percent will not be getting the platinum on this just so we're very clear from the start because it is it's bonkers <laughs> i think i've been playing for about i don't know roughly roughly about 10 hours um and i've only popped two trophies and i have no idea as to why or how um they even happened but yeah i've been playing disco elysium the i think it's final cut i think it's the full title um, yeah but yeah basically had my eye on it when it first came out but it didn't have any it was all text-based whereas the final cut is fully um fully uh, voice acted so everything is read out and that is much more my speed i'm not if i if i have to read text on the screen i normally switch off pretty quick um yeah i'm the same yeah, yeah. so I, once i heard this had um had come out though i was like oh i want to i want to try that and then it went into the sale the january it's in currently in january it's in the sale um i think it was so ridiculous like 50 percent off so i thought ah do you know what i'll go for it because i don't know how long this gaming wave is going to last before i crash again and don't have time to play for a little while so um i thought i'll give it a go and oh my god oh my god this game from the moment i started it i cannot stop thinking about it i cannot can't, cannot wait to get back on it it is some of the most compelling writing in a game that i've played in years um one thing i was going to say to you pete was if you've got any pull over at sony for their uh, studios for the tv tv and film uh, studios sure. They need to get on to turning Disco Elysium into a either a series, a Sony series, or a Sony movie, or what. Um, I don't know what would work better, but the fact that this game, there's so many dialogue. For those that don't know, basically, you wake up as a, a, a hungover, a hungover man who has no memory of what he where he's there. He's got voices in his head of all these different emotions, um, and they belittle him and try and put him down. And you gradually come to and realise, and this isn't spoilers. This is just like the first sort of opening ten minutes where you basically realise that you're a, a police officer, um, and you're staying in this in this motel um there's been a murder and you have no idea who's committed it what's gone on why you've been there you don't even remember that you're a police officer and it just it just unfolds and every time i think i've got a grip on what's going on something pulls me in another direction um and it's uh, the way it's it, the story changes and intertwines and characters come and go. It is just fantastic. It's 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 the similar vein to people who perhaps have read a good book and can't put a book down. That's the sort of feeling I get from this. I'm like I want to just. It's just I I put it on. There's this zero taxing. 
um, in terms of gameplay wise you just point it's, it's almost a point and click essentially where you you move your character around where you want it to go and you interact with something and then you choose from the dialogue options um, the way that it works slightly in terms of the mechanic of leveling as you progress through the game your the voices in your head whether they be you know confidence or um, physical attributes they've all got their own little personalities and you can as you the more detective work you do the more xp you get and then you can level them up um, and then that comes into play interestingly because then when you talk to people or interact with things in the environment there will be the odd time where it will say okay um, you can persuade someone to tell you more information that you that they're holding back or there's a door there that you need to to uh, to get through but are you strong enough and depending on where you've put your stats into you then get a roll of the dice and it gives you a percentage chance of what percent chance you're going to get of succeeding some things you get one shot at and other things you can do more than once go away and put some stats in but you can either you know you can shape your character to act and to uh behave you know whether you wanted to to stay an alcoholic and drink and take drugs or go clean and try and be genuine and figure out what's going on it is so there's so many options and it's so well done that i would recommend this to to anyone who just wants to get stuck into the equivalent of a really good book but but in a in a gaming visual i'm making my own sort of choices uh, way it sounds really cool <clears throat> and it's critically acclaimed i mean i pretty much every review i see of it but i think i'm like you the thing that put me off it is that i'm not into point and click games and i'm not into like text adventures so that's kind of you know yeah um, chris chris i haven't personally done it but i think you can have sex in this i, I would i would go out on a limb <laughs> i'm sold i would go okay. out, i would go out on a limb to say that if you acting in the correct way you may see some sexy in it so if that sways you i don't know oh fair enough yep sold yeah, um, i think it'll be a bit harder than determinator i think you definitely <laughs> will have to fail, pass some, de- some hard skill checks to get that done yeah and also it sounds a bit like inside out you know kind of all these voices in your head you know t- different emotions and all that kind of stuff um yeah. you guys have you seen that inside out mm. I, I haven't yeah. seen it yet but i do oh it's an awesome film it. yeah watch it with violet it'll be it's a good film to watch for kids because it helps to explain what emotions are and why they react the way they do sometimes <laughs> yes so. they're little people in your head controlling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true cool are you got any interest in this one pete uh, so I've I've played this on PC and completed it and absolutely oh. loved it. And this was back when it was a reedy one. You know, I actually read stuff. Oh. Imagine. So I, definitely, it's definitely so the intellectual cult- of the group. Yeah, so yeah. cultured than we are. I know, yeah. reading, imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, I absolutely love this. It's it's my favourite, like, detective story, like, game. Um, like, that was one of the things that really bummed me about L.A. Noir. It's like... You could sort of see the potential in it, but it just doesn't quite get the detective stuff right. No. Um, whereas this, like, yeah, so to, so like Tom's kind of hinting there, but like, yeah, some of the, the voice in your head stuff is a bit weird, but it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. It adds a, like uh, it suddenly makes it 
different and memorable than just a pure, a pure straight laced like point and click adventure. Yeah, um, I think it has humor as well, right, Pete? Like it's quite yeah, a, yeah, quite a few bits where it's like just not sorry, Pete. I'm but there would be like a bit where your mm. the voice in your head will say like we've got we, we've got them on the ropes, like really push push to get this, and so you know you have the options and you go okay, right, push, and then they'll go like like fuck off. I'm not telling you that. And then the voice in your head will go, oops, I kind of, I, I misread the situation there. I'm really sorry. And it's like little things like that where you'll be like, oh, for God's sake, like I shouldn't have done that. And now I don't know what thread or what path I've now gone down that's skewed me off of that. But yeah, sorry, God, Pete. Who is... No, I just say it's, it's the range of choice that's, that's really great. So it's like, like, like Tom's hinted at, you can completely lean into this. You can be an, absolute mess of a cop you can be like taking drinking and taking drugs every every like turn and the thing is like there's things about like you can get like better like um skill checks like when you're on drugs and stuff like that if you lean into your character that way you can get stuff like that it's, it's nuts you can be pretty straight laced um you can like obviously you can, you can run physicality to, to you know to intimidate your way through stuff um i'm I, this isn't really a spoiler because this is this is like this is fairly early on in the game. But I just want to give like an example where, um, as part of the investigation, you're you're talking to the own like basically the owner of like a docks, um, and where is it? His workers have gone on strike, so he's kind of like saying he'll help you investigation if you break up the strike, basically if you um, but you know break up the union, um, and there's so many different ways of going around. It's like you can just flower, just like him to piss off you don't have to do what he said you can just ignore him and just keep keep going you know carrying the investigation elsewhere um you can do what he said you can go you can go bust some strike but then there's, obviously you've got to convince the workers to actually go back to work um you can actually go up to like the the the, the gate controls on the dock and open the gates but it's guarded by a huge absolutely huge you know tree of a man so what do you do then do you do you try and take him on in a fight he's a huge he's a huge old you try and like talk to him and try and convince him to get out of your way um even even that that's just one little scenario in this whole massive game and you can play out so many different ways it's it's really good and that's that's one thing where i've been a bit hesitant about picking up picking up the the ps4 ps5 version because i like i played it i loved it i really enjoyed like obviously how I bumbled through the game, sort yeah. of thing, yeah. and one of the things for the like I like Tom said, I know like the trophy list is quite, you know, it's fair enough. There's uh, so much in this game; they want you to kind of see see a lot of it, but that would require multiple playthroughs, obviously, to try and get certain scenarios to play out. And I like the way I did it. I like my story, so I don't kind of want. I almost don't want to play through it again. Yeah, I really like how mine worked, played out, and worked out, and how I came to like the conclusion. That's exactly why I won't get the platinum. Because it's that sort of game, like exactly like Pete said, where this is. So I would love to have seen you. I'd love to see obviously Pete's playthrough already, and how, I'd love to see how you would play it, Chris, as well. And I imagine all three of us would have completely different, same character, obviously, but completely different characters in terms of the personality and the way that we play through it. Um, because it is one of those games that does feel like it would be completely unique, unique to you as an individual. Hmm it does sound good I'm just looking like you said it's half price at the minute but again that won't mean anything but I was just wondering and this will be a little hint to what I'm going to 
brief, briefly mention, if it would be one to pick up on PC for the Steam Deck, um, playing it handheld, whether that be... A, I mean, you could do that anyway with remote play, but I'm just thinking, yeah, because it's £33 normally, so it's, yeah. Um, you yeah, it sounds s- good. You won't you, sleep, Chris. If you, if you, you get on me. the Steam Deck, you will not sleep. You'll play that in bed and you'll just be up all, all night playing it. It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those where I. It's got so good pick. No, I was gonna say it's it's probably an easier recommend given nowadays now fully voice acting. I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be a great choice for the text just on, on the deck. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's voice acted. Then yeah, probably would be a good fit. Good, excellent. Sounds good. I shall definitely be. I'm more intrigued now. You've you, the way you've sold it to me. I think because of the name, because the name of the game, and because of the like I said, the nature of the gameplay and stuff like that. Previously, it kind of put me off, but now it sounds good. Sounds good. Awesome. Um, Pete, what you got le- left? Right, final one, and again, comes with time. Uh, Need Speed Unbound. This is N my FFA challenge. A fairly recent game, and he came out like December. Uh, you, you wouldn't have known it, would you? I mean, I'd had nice. zero hype around it. Yeah, yeah, zero hype, zero marketing. Just yeah, he just kind of shut it out, and you know, there it was. Um, <laughs> it's it's an Eve Speed game. Like, surely by now everyone knows what they're like, like, and whether they like them or not. It's an arcade racer. The story's great, bobbins. Yes, this one has weird little anime characters and styling, but you get used to it pretty quickly, and it's not a big deal. You can, get, you can get over that. Um, it's this one's developed by Criterion Games, which again I was kind of hopeful because I'm a big fan of Burnout Paradise, which, are, which are most, like I'd say, arcade races fans are. Um, but in, I have to say, ultimately, I was kind of disappointed with this. Like I, I, I was kind of excited for it. Like I said, Criterion, another new speed. I like, you know, I like races. Um, and I was just really confused because like a lot of review, like. It didn't get the best review scores, but a lot of reviews I read were kind of saying praising it as like, oh, this is the best one of like recent years. And I'm not saying like the ones we see have been high quality, but this one's just just the same. It's just as average. Like, and this is very similar to um, Saints Row, where it's like you get a perfectly competent arcade racer. Um, if you if you like myself, you enjoy arcade racers, you'll you'll enjoy it enough. But I can't say it's like. Again, it does anything groundbreaking, revolutionary, or like it, it's better than Burnout Paradise in, in any particular way. Um, even like there's even things like you know I've played I've played all of the ones from the since the start of the PS4 one, um, and they're all much of a muchness. We're all kind of kind of blurring into one now, but there's certain elements where like I enjoyed the previous like new speed heat which is the previous situation more than this one um yeah and it's just like it's a bit unfortunate where like yeah like i said it's got it's come out of zero marketing i can't imagine it's done any it's hardly sold gangbusters and in the day it's just not really great and maybe that's why maybe they knew mm. that um yeah there, there's a whole again the the structure of the game um, they've made it like they've made a big deal about like, you know, it's a it's, you know you're part of a street where you've seen gang circuit. I don't know what you want to call it. Scene, um, and the whole point is that you start from the bottom. You know, you have to start with your crappy car, build it up, um, re- you know, do races. And they made a big point as well where like 
they want to make it that like oh you're not going to win races but you know you get like structured payouts like from first to like you know fifth or whatever so like you're not going to you know you're in a crappy car you're not going to win every race so if you come third but you get some money that's fine that's still good because then you get to you know spend on your car and blah 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 um ultimately what i found that ends up doing though is that it's really restrictive in that like um for that like the the game is basically split up into four weeks um and the idea is that every week you, you have like a, a like a you know um a qualifier as they call it which is like a massive race where that's where you take you you know you, you spend all week doing up your car and then this is where you take you you have the final showdown in your car um and hopefully by then it's all like you know max level for that for that particular grade um but what it is is like because you're not getting that much money you basically have you literally have to work on that one car and that car alone um so what it means is you just don't get the the sort of range and diversity of previous games where like in heat again it's not really the same but obviously like you'd have you'd be earning plenty of money quite quickly so you'd have like i i had like you know i'd have my you know lambo or mclaren or whatever but then i'd have like an off a car that was just dedicated just to being an off-road car or a car that was just a dedicated drift car whereas in this game i didn't have any of that because i couldn't afford to because the whole point is that, like you you you're 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 struggling in inverted commas to 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 get the money together um you can barely afford to to like just to do everything to do everything up on that one car never mind like multiple cars um and then the thing that really wound me up this is like again so part of this struggle for stuff it's like they're making a point that like oh it's not like previous new games where like you're just going to win comfortably you know you, you you soup up your car to max level and then suddenly oh, you're just destroying the competition right but it, it just like you all the cars have a score and that's like you know it's like an rpg where like you're leveling up and it like the score goes up but it's, it's completely meaningless and i hated it it's like so there'll be times where like um early on is like oh i'm in a 150 level car but that the the computer characters are in a 200 car so you never you're just never going to beat them mm. they're, they're flying off into the distance they're they're destroying you it doesn't matter how great you good you are at, ski, at driving no matter if you like um you know outperform them or whatever it doesn't matter they're, they're in a better car so they're going to go faster than you but then later on like the flat opposite like later on i'd have like a 400 level car and then this computer character who's in a 350 level fry would still fly past me because the game's like no no that guy's going to beat you mm. <laughs> it's like one it's it's honestly the worst rubber banding i've seen in like an EC game for ages and i absolutely and it just really ran me up because like i said the, the the level of your car is kind of mean it's just like if the game decides that oh no actually this guy's going to be your competition he's going to beat you this time yeah. like the, the example i I've, I've mentioned is like so my kids have seen me play and they've actually got they've both got into it as well but um and i was playing on normal and my kids are playing on easy but what and and my kids don't play nice. They they they'll smash into cars and force them off the road and do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so then, what my daughter Ava did? There's one. I was watching her face. She smashed. She pushed the car into like a brick wall. It's like, and it came to like a hard stop. There was no way. Like, do you mean it's like if anyone if you if it happened to like a, a regular person, they would then have to like reverse back up and again you know slowly accelerate back up to full speed. Do you mean it will take you basically out of the race? That that computer player overtook on the next corner. <laughs> it's just nuts. It was just nuts. It was just like what? 
how is that actually possible? It's like there's no. Do you know what I mean it's just again? It's just like I said. It's because the game's like no, actually that that guy should be ahead of you, so he's ahead of you. Now. It's just nonsense. You just, I guess then that it just you don't stand a chance, and then it makes you think, well, what's the point in grinding for these levels if it means nothing in the long run? Yeah, exactly. I, I and. I saw some of you praising that, and they were like, do you mean it's like the idea of like, oh, it still keeps it competitive, it still makes it like, it's not like a guaranteed win, but then also it's just like, to exactly to that point, Tom, it's just like, well, what have I spent all this time doing yeah. if you're going to deem that this card is 50, well, you know, whatever 50 levels means, like below mine, but it can still outpace, you know, still accelerate my card, it's just nonsense. Um. Anyway, trophy wise, there's the story mode is separate to the online mode so anything you do in the, in single player does not carry over to the to online they're like separate you get separate cards and separate currencies and so on oddly what what does carry over is the collectibles so uh, like other new speed games there's like you know collectibles around the map there's also things like speed cameras and um you know long jumps and things like that but what it does is like if you were if you're only in the single player you'll stay earned like mark ticked off on the online but if you do it on the online you the money you earn from doing it stays in the online if that makes sense so you kind of it kind of gives you that freedom of choosing of like oh actually i'm, I'm doing the story and i need a bit more cash i can go off and do do some more here um but also what i found useful is just like leaving quite a few of them for the online because like i said obviously the online you start again you start again from the bottom and you've got nothing it's useful to do sort of clean up all of those things to then build up your money to then stuff like sort of get your first car and get it going. Um, uh, online, it's the same similar thing with like obviously you're playing real players now. They have ridiculous setup. Like uh, there's obviously there's an element of skill more now, but it's still the same feeling of like I don't understand why my 400 level car is completely destroyed by your 400 level car when in theory they're the same level I and, and look obviously I get it I don't, I'm not saying that every car that's 400 level should accelerate exactly the same speed and be exactly the same top speed or anything like that but there's no rhyme or reason to it it's just like why even bother having this score if it's do you mean it, it makes such a big deal about it like would they have been oh, better off just dropping the, the multiplayer for the online just dropping that like leveling system altogether a, Potentially, but then it's, it's, I guess it's that point of like it's the whole. It's not the feeling of like then doing up your car. Do you see mm. what I mean? It's like, um, yeah, you could drive. You could just drive stock cars. Do you mean? But then it's like, where's the satisfaction of like having some ridiculous turbo in it or giant exhaust or whatever? Um, so like one of the funny things, like this, this is really going for tangent here, but like on the online, there's quite a funny thing. Like you're quite. There's obviously some setup that someone's worked out where like the you'll see people in a 90 like 1971 golf so like what seems like a shit car but it's like it's actually one of the quick fastest cars in the game or something stupid mm. um and it will like easily like destroy like ferraris and stuff it's quite funny but it's, it's also a bit it's just a bit not good but anyway but anyway similar to the to the story you don't have to you don't have to come first you still get cash for coming like like i said second third whatever so there's still like you mean it's so in that sense it's like you know it's not like it's wasted effort um but yeah, it's just it still just feels a bit unsatisfying in the day. Um trophy wise, it's obviously complete story, do all the collectibles, do all the objectives, blah blah blah. Um I got lucky with one, which apparently a lot of people struggle with and I like I, I just lucked out and having to get it first time, where it's like it's called Full House and it's like complete an online playlist. So I played it's like three races in a row, but with seven other players. Um 
and they've got to stick around for all three races and like i said i got lucky i just happened to do it in my first session but apparently like people really struggle with that because it's like um i think on each server there's 16 players but obviously they can all be doing multiple races at once so it's like i think getting seven players to stick around like seven players together like is tricky enough but then getting to stick around for all three races because obviously inevitably what happens is like i said I don't know. Someone comes last, comes last, but the first two races is like, well, I'm not going to. They'll drop out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then the there's one for called Nixto, which is like complete 25 of these playlists. So again, that's that's doesn't matter about how many players there are, but 25 actually, uh, 25 players actually takes quite a long time. Um, just 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 from you know, so it's a bit of a grind. Uh, it took about 40 hours to plan them, but yeah, just. Like it's it's very similar to like I think Tom and Clister Protocol was like I played it I still didn't, I still played it to completion, mm. but it just yeah there were still things that frustrate like things frustrated me more than I was enjoying. Um and it's like yeah I can't I'm not sure I could recommend it. No, I don't, no it's not one I'll be playing. <laughs> not, it's not soon. one I'll be playing. Yeah. yeah, you haven't really sold it to us, but. No. Um, <laughs> Right, well, very quickly before we move on, because we've got a couple of things left to do, but uh, last time I hinted at it, but I got a Steam Deck. Hooray! Um, and I'm, I'm not going to go into any de- real detail, because you did a great job of that um, when you got yours. And But it's awesome. It's a great piece of kit. I love I love it. It's If you've got a Steam library, uh, even a, not a massive one, you know, because uh, how many games have you got on your Steam library, Pete, roughly? 500 yeah i've got about 450 or something like that but even so even if you haven't got a massive library there's other things you can do with it i mean i i you know i've, I've downloaded some games off my steam library um i've managed to figure out remote play on the playstation 5 and that works really really well um and uh i'm messing about with emulation now so there is a lot you can do with this i mean you know i've got all dreamcast legal, all legal things oh of course of course of course uh you know dreamcast uh, as long as you don't tell people where to go what i find about emulation is as long as you don't people tell people where to go to get it or give you know specific addresses or whatever then it, it seems you know people don't really care about that but the thing is as well i'm not like i'm not like you know um pirating games like um you know switch or or modern stuff it, i'm playing bloody zx spectrum games for god's sake you know and i'm playing dreamcast games or um you know 32x or mega cd it's arcade games i'm not you know going out of my way to get you know anyway that's all really fun and um, to a point where my wife was watching me messing about with it and she said do you actually play any games with that (laughs) because i've I've just been i've just been playing messing about with it you know and what are you gonna say pete i was gonna say that's that's like uh like on the steam deck reddit that's like a fairly common joke of like people just enjoy tinkering with it more than actually playing games on it yeah like getting getting nonsense to work they shouldn't and they're like yeah and then they just drop it and go mess around something else yeah see i'm not to a point where i'm not confident enough to do what ditz has done which is to install windows on a memory card and then you know uh so we can play game pass games or whatever i'm not that adventurous uh i'm lucky if i can get the bloody emulation to work to be honest with you but uh, no it's fun it's really good it's an awesome it's it's generally always um you know but then saying that i've got this awesome you know 
uh, you know, kind of, uh, I suppose, mid-range PC in my hands, uh, which is capable of playing some really awesome games and all that kind of stuff. And I am playing a very, very basic game and absolutely loving it. That's the game I've played the most on the Steam Deck, which is Vampire Survivors. It's amazing. Oh, um, I'm oh, talk about this. It's so good. It really, it's a perfect handheld game. It's such a fun, addictive game. I mean, I've, I've played, I think I got it over Christmas because I, you know, uh, Dave and Ditz had said, just get this game, it's amazing. You know, you look at videos of it and you think, God, this looks shit. Because uh, <clears throat> it's basically Gauntlet. It's it's kind of like a, it's a roguelike Gauntlet. Um, if you've played Gauntlet before. and But it's so much fun. It's so addictive and it's so like, oh, just one more go, just one more go, just one more go. It's a great game. But um, yeah, it's, it's like a couple of pounds as well. It's not very expensive. So um, yeah. Get a really it's... expensive piece of kit and then buy a really <laughs> cheap game. game. Yeah. yeah, they'd run on a toaster. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Tom, there's a free mobile version of it. It's it's worth it's worth trying out. It might even work with the backbone. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, Vampire. Well, it's worth a look. It's great. Yeah, I love Vampire Survivors. It's great. I'll, have a, I'll yeah. definitely have a look if there's a free uh, mobile version of it. I'll definitely have a look. Yeah. So that's it. I um. But I, I we're going to have to move on because we've got so much. We've got quite a bit to get get through still. Uh, so. We'll be back next with our awards. Bye-bye. My son detected. Grab him. Hey, what are you doing? Say I don't need anyone. What the hell? But I do. There was an outbreak. They killed everyone. Trying to contain it. Everyone. All of my nightmares. You do what you gotta do in here. This place. There's a way of changing you. What the hell? Some bad stuff happened here. I know who you are. I know what you did. Can't keep running from what you've done. Now let's go finish this. Right, we're back with our... It's our awards um, event ceremony. What do you want to call it? Well, where this podcast all started. So, of all of the platinum trophies that we achieved, and some that we didn't, because there are awards for those as well. Uh, in 2022, that's what this little segment's going to be about. So, uh, Pete, um, I think did we all contribute to this, but I think mainly Pete came up with the names of the awards. So we're going to go through the awards, and then we're going to nominate a winner. Now, Wayne. Um, if people remember our show when we did it, actually 
gave out the award to whichever it was and we you know kind of played played our case but he's not here so what i've done we've got a perfectly um capable replacement for wayne it's the spinner it's the wheel of names.com spinner uh so i've typed in our names and i will click on it for each one and it will pick randomly which game will win the award <laughs> so it's uh, i think it's a much better and cheaper solution than wayne 100%. so um here we go. Right, so I will start off. The first award goes to the hardest game. And the description is, a hard game can still have an easy platinum. So, on Pete's list, he has Xeno Crisis. On my list, we have Dark Souls Remastered. And uh, Tom has Sifu. So, let's spin the wheel. I will add a little sound effect when we spin the wheel. Because uh, it's it's a bit like the Wheel of Fortune, you know, when you when I, on my screen anyway. And the winner is Dark Souls Remastered. <laughs> so there you go. Fix, fix. The reason yeah, being, I put screen. that one down. We can't see it. No, oh my what? god, Pete! Is there a way I can share now. it with you? His camera I, isn't working. <laughs> he didn't want us to see. <laughs> no, no. So the reason I put, so the hardest platinum. So I don't. I must admit, I don't quite get the description. An easy game can still have a hard platinum. Uh, no, so, yeah, I've, I've read the wrong one. Sorry. A hard game still can still have an easy platinum. I didn't scroll up enough. <laughs> Sorry, but it's still a, it's still applicable because it was still Dark Souls. The, yep. So the hardest game and and the hard. So from my point of view, the reason why I nominated, nominated this was because if I hadn't followed a guide, I would have had no hope in hell of getting the platinum for Dark Souls because the Dark Souls games are quite obscure in terms of some of their platinum and some of their trophies. So unless I followed the guide to do certain things, there's no way I would have got it. So that's why I nominated it. So there you go. So well done, me. (laughs) Pete, do you want to take the next one? So so have we covered Hardest Platinum? Sorry, that was the Hardest Platinum. No, no, no. Right, we've done hardest game. I start the second one. <laughs> hardest game. Sorry, no, so hardest now, game. That was the yeah, one so I just now did. We're on yes. Hardest platinum. Yes. No, hardest platinum. Yes. And distinction here is, is is the point that like you can have a hard game, but the actual trophy list can be quite easy, as opposed to you can have an easy game, but then the trophy list is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, kind kind of long story short, as it happens, I picked the same game for both, which was Xeno Crisis, which I still haven't done because it's too damn hard. Mm-hmm. Uh. Chris also had the same. He also went for Dark Souls, um, and then Tom. Tom actually is the only the only one had a, had a difference. So his hardest platinum went to Elden Ring. Yeah, absolutely, because I didn't get the platinum mm-hmm. in Sifu, whereas I did get the platinum in, platinum in Elden Ring. Well, there you go. Right, the wheel is spinning, and the winner is Tom. Yes. Come on! Congratulations, Tom, with Elden Ring. See, you can't hear this, but on my screen as well, in my earphones, there's actually applause and uh, <laughs> cheering. <laughs> so there you go. Right, Tom, do you want oh, to take God. the next one? Hang on, I'll do some clicking. Uh, this is worst game. Worst game. So a bad game can still have a fun platinum. Uh, so for me, I mean, my my list of games was short, so I just had to go for the worst game of my bunch. Um, which in terms of gameplay wise for me was Artful Escape which we'll probably come back to later on when we there's another category uh, but yeah I went for Artful Escape I'm trying to just sorry I've got to now scroll over to Chris 
Oh no! This is why I don't do the technical. This is why. You want us to read our own? Yeah, yeah. Let's read our own ones, and then that will be easier because I can't find that. Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) See, not only do you not do anything for the podcast, you actively try and balls balls it it up as well. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's fine. Don't worry. So I went for Terminator Resistance because it is the worst game I played. over the last 12 months yep and i went for lego builders journey which isn't the brick tales one i just mentioned it's the the, the ios version where and, and a bit like tom where like i i don't think that's it's not actually a bad game per se but i just like out when i was looking down the list i was just like i think that was one i enjoyed the least okay and the winner is you are gonna kick off it's me <laughs> oh, man. with Terminator Resistance, okay. uh, which, to be fair, <laughs> actually is, fair, prob- that yeah. is the worst game. Probably yeah, is yeah. the worst game fair I would imagine because the Artful Escape wasn't. It wasn't about. It wasn't. A I bad mean, I haven't game. finished it. It's just out of the what, like you know, like I said, out of the ones, yeah, the ones I played, you... it's probably the, weak, yeah, the weakest yeah. of them. Okie dokie. Next up, then, so we have uh, worst platinum. And this is a good game can still have a bad platinum. So for me, I nominated Batman Arkham Knight. That game all <laughs> broke me. It was terrible uh, in terms of the platinum. It was shocking. So uh, over to you, Pete. Uh, I went for Hot Wheels Unleashed. It's a great game ruined by an incredibly grindy platinum, which is unnecessary. And I went for Guardians of the Galaxy because it will become apparent in a later one. Um, but if I say the word buggy... That is why. And the winner is Tom. Yes, come on, I've got two. Oh, Pete, you're not you're not doing very well here. What's going on? Have you I actually have put, put my name in? I have put your name in. I promise you. <laughs> really? I promise you. Yeah, I have. Just, uh, I uh, have. Honestly, go on, Pete. You do the next one. Uh, easiest game. So uh, there there is a similar reward later on, but this is uh, an easy game. But you at least put some effort into it. You, you know, it didn't just give you give you a, a platinum just for just for you know pressing x ten thousand times yeah uh, and i went for unpacking which is uh, a nice little uh indie quaint uh puzzle game again you uh, seem to play them a lot uh but yeah it's, it's an easy game and it's nice and relaxing but you know you still have to actually do something to get the plan and i went for donut county which is again another little fun indie game which is hmm. basically you put things in holes and um i paid no attention to the story whatsoever and also i have to credit Mm, probably three quarters of this to my six-year-old because <laughs> she seemed to she latched onto this game and just seemed to really enjoy it and she played through quite a lot of it so there you go uh, i went for again I went for the artful escape and yep. the winner is Pete! Yeah, he's not broken. You've won one. Well done. So there we go. Tom, do you want to read out the next one? Yeah, so then that was the easiest game. This is easiest platinum. So you completed the game and you got a platinum for it. Mine ties in quite neatly because mine, again, is the Artful Escape because that game um, was an easy game and it was an easy platinum. Literally just had to pretty much get from the start to the end and do maybe two, collect two things on the way. Uh, for extra trophies so yeah that's artful escape for me 
yeah, I, I that's the next game I'm probably going to play actually because I started it last year and then I'm just going to finish it off. And uh, I was enjoying it um, for what it is, but I've heard it's quite an easy one. Uh, mine again is Donut County. Um, in terms of trophies and stuff like that, it's uh, m- most of them are story based, but then there is a couple that you go back. We went back and did, um, uh, which you know you have to uh, pay a bit more attention to a couple of things. But uh, overall, yeah, very very easy to get. And mine was uh, not Batman Arkham Knight, because uh, was insane. Mine was Batman The Enemy Within, which is the second Telltale game. Uh, and again, if people kind of know their Telltale games, it doesn't matter what choices you make, you just get a platinum just mm. for completing the game. Hence, Excellent. And the winner is... Tom! Yes. Congratulations, Tom. Tom's in the lead here. Wow. I can feel it. This is my year. It is. There we go. Right, favourite games. So what was the favourite game of all the games in this list that was our favourite to play? So from my point of view, it was The Last of Us Part 1, which, considering I slated it a bit earlier on, was, um, <laughs> it was you know, it was it was still uh, a good game to play out of all the ones I played. Uh, Pete? Uh, probably, probably not a surprise to many people, but mine was Elden Ring. Uh, I already was a fan of FromSoft games, and this is easily the best one. It's great. I, I would like to echo that and me me and Pete got to play some of this together um, which I think helped both of our experiences to make it the favourite game of the year but yeah Elden Ring as well for me <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> you're not going to believe it so sorry I feel I almost feel like I should you spin it again you Elden Ring Chris I, I no 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 but look it is what it is it's come up with me I'm so sorry no. but you know Wayne's when Wayne speaks Wayne speaks that's it <laughs> so sorry about that anyway uh, we, we all know Elden Ring's the real game of the year isn't it so but still um, right uh, favorite platinum uh, of all the platinums in this does somebody change this. Somebody's oh, right, what have I gone mad or something? Anyway, of all the platinum, <laughs> sorry. Tom, you read this one out. <laughs> He's changed. No don't way. Ch- don't change. Oh yeah, no, that's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. I've got. I understand that. Okay, now. of all the platinums in this list, this is the one that you're most proud of. Uh, and my, for me, um, I, I, there it could have been a number of these, but for me it was Kina. Um, and the reason I chose this over over like Elden Ring or anything like that is that this was so solely done by myself. There was no co-op trophies or anything like that. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But the this game, Keener Bridge of Spirits, on the hardest difficulty is absolute nails. It's really, really hard. Um, and I remember getting that done and being really proud of myself for, for sticking with it and managing to get it done. So yeah, um, and if you are thinking about playing it, just bear that in mind because that master level difficulty is really hard. Mm. I've got that on my backlog to play it's, at some point good. this year. Probably. It's really good. Cool. Uh, my nomination, and this is why I sort of thought, is someone change this because they're taking the piss? But uh, no, it's the one that you're most proud of. No, <laughs> am I proud of it? Yes and no. Um, but it's Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, God. <sighs> That yeah, I'm not. I'm not proud. I'm almost ashamed that I I put myself through that because it was so ridiculous and tedious in the end. But yeah, out of all of the games I've got, you know, all those platinum trophies, it's probably is mm. the one that I'd say I stuck with it for better or worse. So, um, Pete. Yep, and mine mine was Elden Ring. Um, to Tom's point as well, like 
I gather like of any of the forms of games, I think this one has like the highest platinum potential. So, so arguably, it's not like the the trickiest, but it's it's such a good game. I still loved going through it. I loved do you know going through it, getting the platinums, um, getting plan, getting the trophies, um, and getting it getting it all done. Yeah, yeah, really proud of it. Okay, excellent. Right, I am. I'm actually right. I'm gonna. Um, just so you guys know, I'm not taking the piss oh or anything. God, I, I, can I? It's... Can you see that? Am I? Am I sharing my screen with you now? Hang on. I can't see. Hang on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, look. No, I did. I did do that while you were talking, and Tom came out as the winner. But I'm gonna do it again just so you can see it. See, I'm not taking the. I'm not. You know, and it's going to come out as me as the winner now, isn't it? That's typical. Oh, Pete! Well, there you go. (laughs) So there you go. Well done, Pete. Um, I'm glad you can see now. Can you see it? Yeah. Am I? Am I going to claim that one? Yeah, you can have that one, Pete. Because I don't. I don't. I don't want Batman. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Anyway, so right, Uh. fastest platinum. Uh, I can't remember who read that last one. You gotta it... go fast. What's the fastest platinum that you got game wise? Uh, for me, it was uh, Stray. I, I I pretty quickly got through that and um, I got the platinum on that one. Good stuff. Again, it's on my backlog. I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, mine is Donut County. Really simple, straightforward platinum. Yeah, and mine was Save Room. You, you heard me talk about it earlier, but it literally only takes about a couple of hours at most. And the winner is... Wayne is spinning. It's me! With... <laughs> so, again, I'm not fiddling this. I promise you. You can see now. Uh, with Donut County. So there you go. Uh, Did you okay. sleep with the wheel spinner or something, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> um, <sexy>. No. <laughs> right. Pete, do you want to read the next one out? Uh, longer, so obviously, opposite of fast plan, longest plan. Um, how, the grind is real. How long? Like, what? Which plan took you the most time to get? I'll let you guess what mine is. But anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, uh, yeah, sensing a theme. It was Elden Ring. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure. I think Tom actually managed to get the plan much quicker than I did. It took me, it took me 200 hours, and wow. I still enjoyed enjoyed every every moment of it. Awesome. That is on my list to play this year. I will do that. So, um, uh, mine is Batman Arkham Knight, as I've already said. Um, uh, mine mine is Elden Ring also. Even though I did it quicker than Pete, it was the game I put the most... I think I did it in under 100 hours. What was it? Nine, something like nine, between 90 and 100 um, hours in the end. Um, and uh, so it was the longest I've put... Most of the time I put into a game. So that was for me, right? It's the longest platinum. And you played through it twice uh, three, as well, didn't times, you? Thrice. Three times. Yeah, no that cheating, is mental. No that is crazy. No, no wow. No, no, no safe coming. No, 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 legit. And the winner is. This. It's oh. Pete. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I put the most hours the most in. Hours. You go. Uh, well done. Well done. Right. The next one I haven't got one for because it's multiplayer only. So I didn't play any multiplayer platinums this year. Uh, Tom, have you got yeah, any well, multiplayer? I, I put in Elden Ring because I genuinely playing that game without people or with people was fantastic. But I got to play some with Pete, um, some with JT, uh, a little bit with Will. It was it was a really um, just a great game to experience in multiplayer as well as solo. So yeah, 
for me it was Elden Ring. Cool. I should have put Rocket League, but I didn't play with it. I just played with the randoms. So, uh, but actually, I totally forgot that I actually got the platinum for Rocket League. But still, um, and um, Pete's what? Yeah, okay. I'll put Rocket League in there. Why not? Um, what about uh, you? Mine was Road Company. Um, really enjoyed playing it. But the reason, especially for this, is that there is a trophy for playing in a party. So literally with someone. So like, I actually had to actively actually go out and find random people to actually party up with me not just so i couldn't do what you did in rocket league chris and just play with randoms okay okay and the spinner is spinning and the winner is it doesn't like you at all pete really does it it's i mean it's it's, it likes tom i told you you. this is this is my year i feel i'm gonna win there you go cool okay uh tom do you want to read the next one yes i do uh, buggiest trophies you would have platinum this game ages ago if the trophies worked I personally don't have one for this because I couldn't I, th- I think of, I've got buggiest game but not buggiest trophies hmm. I don't think I had any any dramas of any trophies this year so uh, I've had to end okay. no worries I picked Terminator Resistance because there was one trophy which was story based, um, but it didn't pop, so I had to go back and replay the level. Thankfully, it was only like a five minute level, but yeah, it was a bit of annoying, bit of an annoyance. And Pete, must be a funny one because I put Deathloop. I must be, I can't remember why, <laughs> but I filled this in at the time, so obviously something annoyed me. Some, one, a trophy must have bugged out on me, and I had to redo it, but I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, I put Deathloop. Okay, and the spinner is spinning, and the winner is. Wow, Chris! Wow, that was close. Me, uh, with Terminator Resistance. There you go. Okay, buggiest game. I haven't got one. Um, again, Terminator Resistance would be, but for that trophy. But generally speaking, the game worked, so I haven't got a buggy game. Uh, Pete, uh, I had two two honourable mentions uh, in that they were both games I actually abandoned because they were so buggy I couldn't be able to play it one was 11-11 Memories Retold which is the RT World War 1 2 game um, like it, it, it bugged out me and I had to restart level and it bugged out me in exactly the same place and I had to restart the level again I just couldn't be bothered uh, and one was one was like uh, 13 the cell shaded mm. first person shooter that, from the GameCube era which again almost same, exactly the same thing uh, crashed hard crashed at the end of a level had to redo it it hard crashed again at exactly the same point and I was just like you know I'm not doing this yep uh, Tom uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy it was I lost audio so for a game that's so heavily dependent on its humour and the characters talking it, I, uh, there was like radio messages where I could see people talking but there was no audio from them so i missed like loads of chunks of that game i just couldn't get the audio for it actually now you come to mention that because that was i did that in january uh, but the um yeah that that crashed a few times for me so i actually i'll throw that one into the list so yeah guardians of the galaxy as well okay so the winner is i'm fairly certain that's gonna be tom so there you go tom with guardians of the galaxy well done uh, right, so the next award then is So Close Award. You were this close to the Platinum, but you didn't quite get there. I haven't got one because, um, yeah, I mean, pure pool you could stick in, but <laughs> that's going to take me probably as long as it took Pete to finish Elden Ring. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, Pete? 
uh my Xena crisis um just it's just so hard <laughs> i can't do it i've like done like 80 percent of the, the trophies and it's just uh can't can't do it uh mine if you want to know chris was yeah, yeah. i thought you was gonna say um mine was callisto protocol like i said earlier i've got two trophies to get and it's just a matter of, it's just mm. about time um you'll yeah. get there so maybe yeah. maybe at some point later in the year I'll, I'll come back to it definitely and get the trophy and the winner is tom yes, come on tom you're you doing so well here uh, okay. I'm going to have words with Wayne after this. <laughs> Go on, Pete. Read the next one out. Uh, abandoned. So, s- similar to the Buggies one, but you were going to plan this game, but then you couldn't be bothered, basically. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, mine was uh, 11 11 Memories You Told. Uh, it's the same reason I mentioned Buggies game. Also, on all mentions of Just Cause 4, where it's just like it just was really not what I was expecting and awful. Okay, I haven't really got one for this. So, uh, Tom, yeah, you got one? Yeah, mine was Blasphemous. Um, this game is superb, and I was really enjoying it, but I was playing it at the time where we sold our house, so I had to give up on it. And it all, But also, at the same time, um, it is one of the more complex Platinums, where you have to go back and do things at a certain time, and um, if you miss stuff, then it's you've got to go back and start again it's just a really complex platinum and uh, at the time with house moving and stuff i was just like i need to shelve this and maybe come back to it in a few years <laughs> when i've got more time yeah fair enough i've taken myself out of the running so it's between oh, you two and the winner is pete oh, well done, pete well done. there you go right um pete do you want to read the next one Yep, finally finished. Uh, you started this this game years ago, but now you finally finished it. Uh, two honorable from mine. My my first one was Assassin's Creed Origins, which I started f- like four years ago or something. But I did finally complete it. Uh, and similarly, on Rush, um, where I managed to finish it just before the servers closed down, but I started it years ago. So, so I've got two, I suppose, it was difficult, I mean, technically, the one that won was Batman Arkham Knight, because I started playing this game six years and nine months ago, um, And the, but then Rocket League was six years and seven months ago, so there you go, that took me six, six and a half years to fucking get a platinum for those games, Jesus Christ, but then saying, I mean, I didn't play them, you know, constantly, but God, yeah, when you think about it like that, six years, my daughter's six years old. Friggin' hell. Anyway, um, uh, Pete. Yeah, Sorry, Tom. Got, um, Demon Souls. That was the one that I carried over from last year. So I was working my way towards the platinum, and uh, and then and then got it at the start of this year, right, right at the very start. Um, so yeah, went for Demon Souls. Okie dokie. and the winner is. It's got to be me. Six years. I mean, come on. There it is. I'm yeah, the winner. That's first for that. The first genuine winner. Okay. Okie doke. Right. The No Effort Award. You basically did nothing and got a platinum for it. So I went with Donut County because that was pretty much it. Once uh, my daughter knew what she was doing, I just left her to it and helped her with some of the puzzles, but she did the the game. Um, So I literally did nothing. I just, um, that was it. I watched somebody else play a game and then I ended up getting a platinum for it. So, because she started playing it on Xbox. And I said, 
actually can play it on the PlayStation because I own it. You know, I bought it when I was sort of like doing that ridiculous challenge of getting a 50 platinums a year in the year or whatever it was. Uh, but I never got around to playing it. So there you go. Um, Pete? Uh, mine was Rogue Company, so I played through genuinely on PS5, and then I just simply loaded up the PS4 one, and it auto uploaded my mm. my progress, and I was nice. done. The second plan and for nothing, not doing anything. Awesome. And I, I'm I'm going to change Tom? mine last minute because I put in Artful Escape because I just had to get to the end of it, but I'm going to switch it to Stray because that's the only game I've played this year where I genuinely got a trophy for doing nothing. I, you you let the cat sleep. <laughs> you just let it sleep for two hours. So I, put it in a bed walked away for two hours came back and got a trophy and and i can't i don't think it was a platinum pop but i definitely uh no i like i like the left field thinking yeah. I, I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna go for that that please fantastic well i mean if you don't win this then there's no justice in this world is there really so uh it's not you're not gonna win it <laughs> no justice in this world <laughs> Sorry. Well, the the winner is me again. Um, but oh, and that, that's fair. You know, again, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. it's fairly. You know, because I, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. Um, the I can't win this uh, one because I haven't got no, a game I'm in it. Game but, um, well, we should give hey. it to Pete then, shouldn't we? So the extra effort award. You got uh, the platinum so... and two hundred percent in the DLC too. You overachiever. Yep. By default, uh, my. I had two options for this. Uh, the main one was the Grand Tour game, which because uh, it kind of released episodically, so then every every episode had additional, um, like DLC, tro- like yeah, you know, separate trophy list. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And then another one on Hot Wheels Unleashed, which at the time because it was so grindy, I had, I ended up doing everything I could in DLC. I think more DLC has been released since, so that's the only honorable mention. But yeah, I, I think I'll get that by default. Uh. Well done. Yay. And then we missed one, so I'm just going to go back oh. quickly. Oh, so it wasn't worth it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I missed that one. Because yeah. I, I think I know what Chris's one, and, and if it is that one, then it would be quite funny with given what he said early on about being proud of it. Uh, so, basically, put all the effort in, and all you got was this lousy plan and trophy, and it wasn't worth it. So, I think it's a bit unfair. I think mine was, was worth it, but it was Hot Wheels Unleashed again, just because it just took so much grind and effort and just was a bit unnecessary. You know what? I'm actually just I'm changing that because I I didn't think of it in that way. I thought um, Terminator Resistance originally because like you know mm-hmm. it's a bit of a crappy game. But then I yeah. I did think yeah you're right. My proudest uh, achievement or trophy is actually my worst one <laughs> because it was Batman. Batman I think yeah, yeah absolutely terrible. I, I, <laughs> I yeah. Anyway, off over to you, Tom. I, I went for Guardians of the Galaxy and I can't remember why it's perfectly list. Uh, yeah, okay. It was somewhere long ago. It was that's uh, January, yeah. wasn't it? Like a year ago. And the winner is Pete. <laughs> well done, Pete. There you go. Two in a row. Um, where are we next? Which was it? The... A, little, a little help from my friend. Okay, right. Well, there you go. It actually is literally uh, from my little friend. Um, so this is platinum only achievable in co-op. Well, so it's not technically true, is it really? Because it's not a co-op game. But we kind of helped each other because, like I said, this is Donut County. She she did yeah. the controlling, and I did the helping with some of the puzzles. Um, so it's but say like te- not gone. Yeah, not 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 true. No, I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah, you you had help from someone else. 
close by. Yeah, I'll yeah. accept that. Okay. Pete? Uh, mine was Escape Academy. Uh, you can definitely play this solo, but it's a lot more f- fun in co-op. Uh, yeah, just, just a series of like puzzle rooms and like had fun solving them with my friend. And I went for Elden Ring uh, because if it wasn't for Pete or JT, I would still be probably stuck at the start trying to figure out the menus and <laughs> just 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 figuring out how spells and stuff worked once i got my head around it and they sent me on my way i was absolutely fine but um yeah that's that's my i went for it okie doke and the spinner is spinning i think it seems to slow down when it comes over me and i promise you i'm not doing anything mm. but it's it's me <laughs> there you go <laughs> Sorry. You're seeing what I'm doing, though. I'm not doing anything, I promise. Okay, so the prettiest game. Best graphics that make you want to sit back and enjoy the view. Uh, my nomination is The Last of Us Part 1. Fair. Mine was definitely, uh, like, this this year I actually I got a HDR monitor for the first time. So it's the first time I'm experiencing HDR. Of all the games I played, um, like I think definitely we just had the best implementation. I was just generally really stunned by like how how well like the light and the shadows looked in HDR compared to, to the, the regular game. That's all. I mean, that's I'm a bit surprised by that because I thought you'd gone mm. for something like um, Elden Ring. I must admit, I haven't played Elden Ring, but you know, wow, that's uh, that's a good show. I can tell you, Chris, um, I went for Elden Ring. Uh, it's tough because I played some really really good looking games this year, but Elden Ring how many times I ended up taking screenshots just standing back and and enjoying the view of what was there in front of me I had to go for Elden Ring okay right we shall see which is the prettiest game oh come on this is taking the mic now <laughs> sorry I'm so sorry uh, the spinner says it's me wow. but you know we Where's Will Smith when you need him? There you go. <laughs> okay, so we've got three awards left. Is so, uh, Pete, what, over to you. What are the scores on the doors? Uh, so, currently, Chris, unsurprisingly, is winning. Nine, nine <laughs> to Tom, six. And my, actually, I've caught up with Tom, so my six as well. And there's Oof. three left. Two, uh, two left. Oh, three? You haven't done uh, what? We're not, oh, we're we haven't done, done a wild card. card. Oh, yeah, none okay. of us have done a wild card. Oh, God. Uh, so, we t- just to, just to uh, you know... Um, What's the word? I'm going uh, to spice things up just to make them interesting. Should we make the last one worth two points? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just as soon as it's the worst, probably the worst one is right. Anyway, go on. Do the next one, Pete. Uh, ugliest game. So, yeah, obviously, the opposite of the previous game, which, which games you played had the worst graphics and just all the shades of brown and grey. Uh, mine was Just Cause 4. I couldn't believe like that wasn't actually a PS3 game tarted up. It was actually a PS4 game. It just didn't look it. Okay, and mine was Terminator Resistance. Lots of dark brown, destroyed dis- landscapes, and just not look not not a nice looking game at all. And I've realised I've put NA, which means I won't get a point, uh, and it takes me out of the runnings. So I'm going to change that to Elden Ring. Oof! <laughs> what? It's an obvious game at the same time. Yeah, there are some really bad moments in that game. Wow. Okay. <laughs> ah, you, could, you could have left field in that, Tom. You could, oh, you could have picked Callisto Protocol. And it's Tom. Yes! Oh, Tom! <laughs> I told you. Ugly, ugly game. 
Terrible, terrible. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay, the last award then. This is the most prestigious set of all of them, I think. This is uh, There's a bit of history behind this one. The Hannah Montana Award. So, you played this just to get an easy platinum, didn't you? And my nomination, I, I mean, it pretty much said it earlier on, was Terminator Resistance. So, uh, Tom? Yeah, I literally played this after getting the platinum for Elden Ring um, because speaking to Wayne about it he said it's just an easy game where you don't have to do anything and I needed that so I went for Artful Escape okay and Pete and Mark you've heard me talk about it earlier mine was Save Room okay I've actually whilst uh, we were just talking I bought that on, on the on the app oh come on come on this is wrong sorry I'm so, so sorry so much so somebody much can do the spinner next time so somebody can do the spin the next time. It's not. Look, it's random. I promise you. Anyway, yeah, it's me. I won that one. So um, I feel like so, I was embarrassed to ask. But go on. What? No. So in in last place was myself with six, then Tom with seven, and then quite clearly out of the lead uh, was Chris with eleven. Who who was controlling the spinner? Um, yeah. So con- congrats on that fix. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, right. I can stop sharing my screen now. Uh, not that I think it mattered. Con- confirm. There we go. I've never sh- shared shared my screen on Skype before. How weird. Anyway. Um, right. Shall we run through the um, the the fantasy league quickly? Can we do? Yeah. Can, can, is it one you can do should quickly, we... or should we leave that till next we can time? Leave it till next time, couldn't we? Maybe we'll leave it next time. Yeah, we've we've overrun. Yeah, okay, that's a good show. It's our first show back. I mean, it was sort of almost three, three hours into it. So, I mean, it, you know, these shows are generally quite long. Anyway, that's something to look forward to next time. We have had our draft of the games that are uh, coming out this year. And um, who won again? Sorry, last year. What were the final? What were the, what, what were the final standings? What were the, what was the, the the results of the last uh, fantasy league? Uh, so, in last place was myself. I'm sensing a theme here. Uh, we, I, I ended up getting 100 points. Uh, then it was Tom with 107 points, followed by Wayne with 122 points, and then Chris, again, fire in the lead. I'm sensing a theme here with 199 points. <laughs> but I'll be honest, again, and I, I say this with all sincerity, that I know you may have been a bit peed off because you got Elden Ring in 2021 and it didn't come out until last year and then I stole, I stole it because it sort of like you know I, I came last the year in 2021 mm-hmm. but that's I well honestly played, think that's, I know well I haven't, that's well played you might not know no. you might not know this but or you might not have worked it out but if you take away Elden Ring I would have picked another big game let's say for example um, I don't know God of War or whatever so I would have still had a you know not maybe not as high a point score but sort of you know still have a decent score on that so if you take away that oh, no, the... no, you, yeah no you, you definitely won by quite, quite uh, and the counter picks helped me you out the best average the yeah counter... exactly you had the, the counter picks which are both mine oh dear yeah the um, counter picks yeah you, you had the best average overall of, of any of us as well and it also it's one of those where i think the last game that was um on the list was sports story which came out a, a ridiculous time I mean, it was like um, no there's no real announcement for it at all it was just around Christmas that Christmas week wasn't it so yeah. and again there's nobody around who's going to review it and then the reviews perhaps started to trickle in and it got absolutely battered didn't it which I, yeah I've just, I mean I just had an absolute nightmare in terms of my choices like I played Golf Story uh, quite enjoyed it and then all reviews were like going this is so bad compared to Golf Story <laughs> 
it's like it's so and like a lot of you even focus on that like how disappointing it was that like golf story was a great game and then this is just really rubbish yeah so yeah that's actually, actually the lowest scored game of all really? year the wow. last one to come in yeah ended up getting 53 and like minus 13 Jesus. yeah just very quickly i mean look, looking at we've picked the made up picks i'm not going to go into detail about it, we'll do that next time but this year feels a bit more like an uneven spread i think in terms of you've got you still got your big games and stuff like that but i don't know why i, I just kind of get the feeling that this feels a little bit more even um it's going to be it's more difficult to call because there's quite a few games that you're just not sure which way they're going to go yeah i don't, I don't think we're Do, going to get a it's not going to be an, a year like with Elden Ring where it came out of nowhere and absolutely blew the doors off, like early doors at the start of the year. I, I think this year, like you said, I think everyone's got a fair, not not fair, it's the wrong word, everyone's got an even spread of, at this point, you would say we've all got quite a good idea of what we've picked, we'll, we'll review how it will review, if that makes sense. Yeah, and there's a few remakes as well, so and sequels. So you know. Anyway, we'll talk about that in more detail yeah, next time. Leave them um, more. Leave them wanting more. There you go. Right. Uh, so, has anybody else anything else they want to mention? Uh, no, just say thank you if to we... you and to Pete, and obviously to Wayne. I know Wayne's not going to be on the show anymore, um, but thank you for a great year last year. I personally, on a personal note, love doing this. Um, it's it's always great to chat, and hopefully people are still enjoying it, and we'll can hopefully continue to do this for the whole year this year as well. Yeah, I think hopefully we'll be a bit more regular doing them as well because, um, and again, I'm not blaming this on Wayne entirely at all, but um, you know, I suppose it it was always difficult with these work patterns and stuff like that to um, you know to to. Uh, you know, nail down dates to record. So um, perhaps we can record a bit more regularly yeah. um, and, uh, and and not as long potentially, but who knows? We do like to ramble, don't we? So, um, but no, I, I, I'll echo that. I think it's it's been awesome. Like I said, just doing this and this is the first podcast of the year for me and just enjoyed getting back into it. So there you go. Thank you to you guys and thanks to everybody who listens. Um, Pete, you got any, any shout outs or anything you want to say? No, no, nothing to add. Just echo exactly that. Like, yeah, it's been it's been great. Been lo- still loving doing it. Yeah, much love to Wayne. Looking forward to getting when he when he gets a chance of getting back onto back for blood with him, so he can still get you know get mentioned in the show occasionally. <laughs> yep, yeah, we still got to get that. Try and get the platinum, haven't we? Yeah, but, uh, year, we haven't played that for a while. Year, but still. once I get once I get <clears throat> this freaking house this year, we'll get it done. Yeah, yes. cool. Okay, right. So if you want to find us then if you go to 60mw.co.uk on uh the website that's where it's got all the reviews all the the links to all the podcasts and everything else uh i'm at dastardly jabby uh, on twitter although i'm not on twitter very often these days um and then at 60mw podcast for the the main uh uh what's the word i'm looking for announcements there you go um pete where can you be found I'm at Tatsun on Twitter, which is T A T underscore S U N underscore. And Pete. Mm. Sorry. Shit. Tom. <laughs> I'm at. Not going to edit that out. It's just I'm time. at Tom Marrett <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, and that is T O M for Tom and then Marrett M A R E T T. 
<laughs> what was that Pete Marriott? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I do it my kids. I call them, you know, I go to call them one name and they go, you know, Lou, Sophie, uh, you know, something like that. But anyway, uh, all right, there you go. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you hopefully next month. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Cheers, man.